Hi, my fellow church boys. Saint Robert here with Saint Robert's Day Game Pickup Podcast, episode number 20. And in this episode, I won't be talking alone. I recorded this with my first student, my first uh, success story, Batman. And we will we, we spoke a lot about dates. So this is a very, very long and comprehensive podcast and everything you have to know about dates from starting from what time is the best time to set up a date to how to see the pool home, how to pull home, all from the beginning to the end. Some updates about what has been going on. I was in Prague in, uh, I think, end of, no, like early, mid-July for one and a half weeks to coach three students there. Had a really great time there. Amazing city for day game. For me, it felt like day gaming in easy mode, especially when, it, when coaching. It's it's nice to coach in a city where girls are very uh, open to communication because then guys can make some mistakes and still learn the basics of day game. For example... I was coaching this uh, guy and on, on day one of coaching he did his first ever day game approach and uh, he made a lot of mistakes but I was really surprised that girls still were staying in, in sets and, and not leaving. It was incredible to see that. And on day two, well, he got his first ever ever same day late. It was uh, set 40 in his life and yeah, uh, a nice British girl, I think she was British, did a same, uh, did a insta date, second venue, pulled home. I, I tell this story more in details later in this podcast. But uh, I understood Prague is an amazing place for day game, uh, for learning day game. So I will be back in Prague in uh, for two weeks until September fourteenth. So for two weeks in the beginning of September, I have one student there. If you want to get coaching in Prague, uh, let me know as soon as possible because I will take. Uh, one or two more students in Prague. Then I'm spending all of October in Serbia. Uh, I'm coaching, uh, actually the guy who got the same delay in Prague, I'm coaching him as well in Serbia again. He wants to do some more coaching. If you want to do something in Serbia, also let me know, but uh, I expect Serbia to be much tougher for day game than Prague. So like if you are a beginner who hasn't done any sets yet, then I suggest doing day game coaching in Prague. If you have some experience under your belt, some lays from day game, then you can do this as well in Serbia. And I have no idea what I'm doing afterwards. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, so let me know if, if you want to do something in Prague in uh, or Serbia, Belgrade. And well, that's enough for the intro. Let's get down to business. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> Hello. St. Robert's podcast. Who the fuck knows which one in a row. Uh, we're here with the guy you've heard before. With uh, Batman. If you are smart enough and you will look in our group chat in, in the names of members, you will understand who that is. If you do not understand, uh, go watch Batman movies. So, uh, a big, big topic today. Something that I've been talking about a lot lately for the last month or even two months is dates. All the material that I've been putting out has been about dates and what to do on dates, what not to do, mistakes, etc. So I decided that since it's been the topic for for a while, I wanted to wrap the topic up and um, create a long-ass 
quality shit podcast on the topic. And when I woke up today, on, on a few days in a row, I've been, I, I'm back at jujitsu because I took one and a half months off because of coaching and traveling. And uh, uh, since I'm back for a few days and then I went fishing and blah, 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 all happened three days in a row. I've been so exhausted that I wake up today and I think, fuck, I'm so tired. I don't want to do a podcast. And uh, I decided to motivate myself. I won't do this alone. I will talk, go and talk with someone else who does this, um, who's a great day gamer and my first uh, student so we will just sit here and have a chat about what to do on dates what not to do on dates uh, for those of you who don't who don't know batman i suggest you go back and listen to the podcast about a guy who got 20 lays in one year something like that yeah that's him um <coughs> that was back when uh he was still teasing way too much. <laughs> I'm being way too much of a dick on dates, and uh, but uh, a lot has happened after that. So, do you could you give a little bit of an update what has happened in game since the last uh, time we spoke? Game wise, what has happened? I was traveling a little bit, so I had done game outside of Riga, and I think that gave me more of an experience and what game can be like. <clears throat> and that uh, it can be also different than here, I guess, better also <laughs> in some ways. So what was what was different? Different was first of the girls. There were m- more, and to me, there were more attractive girls, I guess, outside where I was doing. And uh, just I don't know the mindset of the girls. They're more open, not so not so princessy. So I guess that's that was. Yeah, I remember when I spoke with Don Torero about my stats and about my game and uh, when we met in the street and he said, dude, you should start traveling because when you travel, uh, by the way, those slurring noises, we're just tiredly sipping coffee and we will move to tea soon. So sorry about that. Yeah, he said you should travel more because when you travel, you really start seeing day game. Like when I day game only in Riga, I knew one form of game, I knew what worked, what didn't. And then I went to Krakow last autumn to coach some guys, and game there was a lot different than here in Riga. And I, a few weeks back, I came back from Prague. I was coaching three day, three guys in Prague. And to those of you who are in the chat, you know the stories. To those of you who aren't, well, too bad. <laughs> uh, but what happened was uh, I had a student... Uh, we'll maybe get him in a podcast when I will be in uh, Serbia in autumn. And what happened on, on coaching day one, he did his first ever day game approach. And on coaching day two, he got his first ever same delay. <laughs> Set number 40 in his life and he gets the same delay. That's, that's great success. So Prague was amazing. And when you start to travel, when you start day gaming different nationalities, different characters in different places, you learn how different it can be and it improves your game a lot. So actually the next topic I will talk about on the videos, most probably, will be... Uh, traveling, traveling for day game because I've been national day game. Yes, I've I've done a few trips. I haven't done much, uh, but uh, I haven't done many. But I, I want to really talk about how to take your first day game trip. I want to get opinions from from few guys who have uh, done traveling uh, and and see in different places the day game in different places. And I want to encourage you guys to travel and uh, see different places for day game because what I learned about Prague is. 
in my opinion, well, I said this the last year about uh, Krakow. I said Krakow is the most amazing place on earth for day game. I went there the second time. I fucking hated it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Prague, uh, honestly, uh, I I think it's the best city to coach, to coach day gamers. I loved it so much. I loved it for myself. I loved it for my students. It, it to me, it's it looked like day like imagine you start playing a computer game and it says, you, "Do you want to have a tutorial?" where the opponent doesn't hit you back. <laughs> and it was like guys standing in sets, uh, making all the possible mistakes, and uh, girls not ejecting, girls not walking away. Yeah. <laughs> it was like that. It was it was incredible. Uh, before we get on the topic of date, because that is the, what, we, what we want to talk about today, tell the story about the Italian girl. <laughs> <laughs> the Italian, when I went to Italy, I had uh, in Rome five days free when I could just day game. And what I have heard about uh, Italian girls, that they love anal, like all of them. So this was my stereotype uh, stereotype in my mind. And I decided to myself on the first day, I'm going to fuck an Italian girl in the ass on the first date. And uh, then I was going out and we have a date. One venue, two venues. No, actually it was just one venue, two venues. Back to my place and then... um, it was a pretty easy lay, so I asked her, do you like anal? She's like, mm, it's nice, but uh, not with a stranger. So I just tried a little bit more, a little bit more, and then at the end, yeah, we had, I fucked her in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> Power of the of the mind, I guess. Great. Okay, <clears throat> so uh, we will get down to the topic of dates. When I talk with you guys about dates, I hear a lot of, fucking crazy shit that happens well first of all guys spend shit lot of money on dates i used to do these live live seminars about uh, day game uh, or about game in general and i always asked hey guys how much do you spend on a date and the average number i got was 50 euro for one date and that is in a place i wouldn't say riga is cheap but that, that was in riga in different in other places that would be much much more expensive and i heard numbers up to i don't know 100 150 euro for one date so that is incredible guys are spending shit lot of money on dates even if you're spending 30 euro on dates i think that that's a lot and uh, even when they do spend the money and then take her places she stops coming out she stops coming out on dates too she just doesn't see you again or she, you have a nice date and there is no way. Uh, she doesn't come back to your place. She puts you in a friend zone. Oh, you're so nice. You're so uh, but well, I, I don't, I don't feel this. Blah blah blah. All the shit that girls say. Uh, but in my experience, well, first of all, when I started day gaming, most of my lays were on third dates, and uh, but right now. Uh, I most of my lays happen on first dates, and I know that most of Batman's lays happen on first dates as well. Yeah. What about second and third ones? Uh, do you have more lays on second or on the third la- dates? The second, second, the third, the third date lay. I've had only one or two. Because for me, it's uh, for for me. I have more lays on third dates than on a second, but still most of the lays are on, on first date. But that, that's with like really nice girls. Yeah. Where um, maybe I'm getting through them. <laughs> maybe maybe you're better at banging the ones that are already bad. 
<laughs> but I'm better at getting through to the good ones, nice ones, who, who really not say, not for the girls who don't say, who say they do not do this shit, but for the girls who really don't do this shit. Yeah. So, so yeah, in my experience and, and in both of our experiences, the, the best, um, uh, the most of our lays are on, on uh, first date. Yeah. And today we will just have a, it will be like two, two things at once. First, us telling you the theory and us having a conversation about what we do differently. Because there definitely are things we do differently, at least some minor ones. But first, before we do that, let's go over some uh, mistakes guys uh, make. And I've written down five mistakes. Uh, one is, uh, guys are too shy. And it's, it's, I don't mean shy, I mean they are afraid to escalate. For example, in Prague, I was coaching this guy who got the same delay on the second day. And, uh, well, he wasn't too shy after he, he goes, he opens the girl. I show him the gesture, go for an insta date. He go, he leads very good leading. He knew the material. He just didn't know how to put all the material in use. So he knew all the theory. So he's leading. He says, I know this great venue. <laughs> he's walking down the street, walks into a bar doesn't realize the bar is Hooters. <laughs> uh, it's a great venue. <laughs> so he accidentally takes girl on the first venue to Hooters. Man, I was standing outside laughing. Um, he spends their 30-40 minutes, walks out with the girl hand in hand. They're walking hand in hand 40 minutes after meeting. That's That to me says, dude, you get balls. Because even I don't do that. Almost there. I've had some cases, but I almost never do that. At least not... Uh, there is obviously the crazy shit you try you you pull off because you you can do that. But uh, I'm, all, I'm the discussion we are having here and what we will have here is about the best practices because you can talk about your opinions that you have about game, but I'm only interested in the best practices that that work uh, that are most effective to get a lay. And uh, kudos to the guy that's fucking great. Oh yeah, and why I, why I'm telling this story? I totally went rambling. He goes to the second venue, um, sits down, and he's just not escalating enough. She's giving all the green light, green lights, I mean, it's on, and he's not escalating physically. And I keep sending him messages in Telegram. I'm sitting in on his date, I'm listening to his date with my with, with the microphone, and, and uh, yeah. And I keep sending him messages, fucking escalate, touch her shoulder when you explain things, put put your put your hand on her leg, uh, play with the hair, blah, 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 blah. He just doesn't do it. <laughs> and I'm saying, like, fucking do it. And, and it doesn't always work. And yeah, sometimes guys are too shy. And the one thing I want to tell about this mistake, I remember this from when I started day gaming, um, how yeah, I'm actually interested. How was how easy for you it was to go for the kiss when you started the gaming and going on dates? It wasn't that easy because sometimes I wouldn't I would skip all the physical escalation and then just go for the kiss. <laughs> right. Sometimes I would do that, so it was like a big leap. Uh, for because for me, because uh, why I wanted to know your opinion because you you started off with what I call drunk game which is basically non-technical nine game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something like that. Um, and, uh, yeah, for me, I was always scared to go for the kiss. So what I did, I went for a kiss on every first date. It was a rule. Even if I knew she was going to say no, I went for it 
just to desensitize myself for the feeling because it's, it's fucking scary. I mean, yeah. escalating, you know, one thing is escalating where we will later talk about the socially acceptable escalation, like touching the shoulder, checking out the jewelry, that's fine. But when you put the hand on the back or when you yeah. put it on the leg, this is a st- that's a statement that says, okay, enough games, this is for real. Yeah. Or Tom Tarks talks a lot about his fear of pulling the trigger, pulling her home. I, I never understood that because that never was my fear. I never had the fear to pull a girl home. Uh, I had some fears about escalation, but I, I never had the fear of pulling pulling girls home. Um, so, okay, that's a mistake number one. Uh, being too shy or being afraid to escalate. And you just train yourself to overcome it by saying, okay... I will try to do this in every date. I will yeah. try to do that on every date. And you just force yourself over the fear. You just you are scared, but you still do it. And yeah. after a while, you just become desensitized. Okay, second mistake is being too horny. Frank, are you listening to this? <laughs> <laughs> it's when you go on a date and uh, and you just try to pull her home after 40 minutes. And when you won, when you know it's not the best move, it's just because you can't take it or you become too horny over texting, you start talking about sex too soon, you start escalating too soon. Uh, that That's a big thing. Uh, that's mistake number, number two. And well, the way to fix it, you just fucking stop. You just control yourself. I mean, really. Yeah, we all have our hormones and... Uh, but fuck it, just... You know that there are there is the date model that we will talk about. You fucking do the model, then you go home. You and, <laughs> and then you unleash the beast. <laughs> then, then you unleash the beast. Yes, I think the best way to. By the way, what do you think? Do you have a moment when you unleash your beast, so to say? Because I have my moment. You mean like when we're back home? Yeah. Do you have like a specific moment when you do that? Only with some girls when they are like turned on, but they say no. So then I would just do like pull them by the hair and just I don't know smack them and yeah. just rip their clothes off. But I had only a couple of times. Cause usually okay, let's small. let's put the disclaimer here. <laughs> and then you don't rape them. Yeah, yeah like we're talking about. Yeah, I mean, they, if you are stupid, then yeah, they want it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we sound so bad right now, dude. <laughs> okay. Uh, I Not have... the rape. They want to do what I just said. Though. Yeah, and, and you obviously, <laughs> uh, sometimes they do say no, and then, okay, like, no. And you you oh, back, yeah, you you back the fuck up. So, obviously, don't be a retard... Uh, if I she mean, fights verbally, then that that is not a no. But if she fights physically, <laughs> like, if she takes your hand off, no matter what, like, if you try to pull, like, yeah. do something, and she pushes you off, or yeah. takes your hand off, that's a no. Mm-hmm. But in some cases, verbally, then... in some cases, you can even hear where the verbal no is a no. But uh, in which country? Most, <laughs> most, most likely. Yeah, honestly, most likely. I, I, I said this because you guys know that I was speaking. I was speaking, participating, thing, participating in a discussion on the radio <laughs> on on uh, hashtag Me Too movement and about sexual violence, and I said on the public radio that. <laughs> Uh, I don't think a verbal no is a no. I'm not yeah. like you have to learn to recognize which no is a no and which no is a yes. If you are just starting out, then whenever like go for three no's. If she says no three times, fucking stop. Th- th- I think that's a good rule of thumb. Yeah, if you're starting out and don't know yet how to read if it, if you are starting out, most likely you will take the fake no for a real no. 
I don't think it's yes. gonna go the yes. other way. Yeah. These guys are scared to escalate. Yeah, but uh, just if she says no <clears throat> three times, fuck it. Tell her to go home, and but we will talk more about it later. Okay. Unleashing the beast. I have my thing where I, I unleash the beast. Uh, I have those two escalation moves that you know both of them. One is when we're kissing in, in my sofa and I just take her hand and put put it on my dick over the jeans and she just usually goes wild and that's where that's when I can go wild and or if I get her on top of me which is another escalation move I use I don't do much escalation I just like we're just kissing lightly making out not really grabbing too much boobs or anything I'll just take like pull her on top of me when we're on the sofa uh, and then you you know you know whether it's on or not. I mean, they usually when they like sit on you and feel the feel the D, <laughs> feel the D. I mean, they usually, often cases they just go fucking wild and you rip off the clothes and you're just fucking yeah. crazily on the sofa with most of the clothes on and uh, yeah, <laughs> that's about unleashing the beast. So third mistake, guys are too needy. Uh, I, I haven't spoken whether I can go public with his name, but uh, guy who I, German guy who I coached in Prague, you know what I'm talking about, the Lebanese chick, yeah. Sometimes guys meet uh, really, really awesome girls, girls out of their league, and they put them on a pedestal, and they, they say, oh my god, she was so amazing, she has to come out, and they often get needy over text, and they don't come out because they become needy over text, if they do come out, they become too nice, they don't pull them because they're so special, they're so nice, but uh, even the nice girls like being fucked, of course, <laughs> um, so neediness, wait, did, there was probably something I wanted to say about need, oh, yeah, Neediness is a big thing in day game in general, and why it happens. And uh, when I, I had this student, I coached in Riga, and he, on one of his first day game sessions, solo day game sessions, maybe the first one, he meets this really awesome girl in this posh shopping mall. But it used to be posh now; it's just as shitty as all the other ones. Uh, he meets this girl, and she's pretty, pretty nice. Fake lips. He doesn't think they're fake but they're <laughs> fucking fake uh, he meets this girl and uh, they spend uh, th- they start they have an insta date in the shopping mall until the mall is closing they go to this in Riga yeah Galleria Riga ah. he, they afterwards when it's closing they go to we have this hipster club with I fucking hate the place. I've been there once and he goes to the hipster club with her. They spend time there until 3 a.m. And then he says, I didn't pull her home because she had to wake up at 6. Uh, dude, she spent time with you until 3 a.m. She wanted to get fucked, so you didn't do it. Yeah, um, and she probably never came out again. Oh. No. No? Because they didn't make out that there was nothing like that. It was just a genuinely nice evening. So what happened is they are in a relationship now. Really? Yes. And, and why is that a bad thing? I'm I'm not against relationships. If you had 100 lays, go and have a relationship. Fuck off. Do your thing. Don't, don't, uh, whatever. I'm fine with it. But the, the problem with day game is the quality of girls you meet through day game is higher than guys are used to. If they are used to online dating, they are used to sixes. Mm-hmm. And then they start doing a day game and they meet strong sevens, they meet eights and that those girls are out of their league. We spoke about this with you, that we don't do that many sets lately in Riga, mm-hmm. just because um, 
you said that um, you had uh, like each month we have new lays, but when you look at your list, you're like, is there anything to be proud of? Yeah, <laughs> it's the, the same all that you had before. Almost. Yeah, the se- seven, <coughs> seven heaven, just banging sevens all the time. And yeah. that's, it kind of gets boring after a while. Yeah, if you have three sevens or two on rotation, then like, what is the point of going out, getting another spending seven, time, yeah. spending money to get another seven? Yeah. So, and the, the the thing with rotation is, I have some very very nice girls that I'm seeing regularly. Uh, I consider one of them being an eight. Uh, you probably know which one. <laughs> I think so. The the blue haired one. Yeah. Uh, I think she's an eight. She just doesn't know it. Um, and uh, some 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 very very nice girls and I sometimes sometimes it's like yeah well I I will go out but I have to find an eight yeah and but you still have to open the good sevens so so what we're talking about is when you are used to going out with sixes and week sevens and then all of a sudden you start day gaming and you start meeting awesome girls why you become needy is she's out of your league and the feeling guys have in their head is well. If I lose her, I will have to go back to sixes, <laughs> to, 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 not to girls that aren't so, aren't so beautiful, aren't so great. And that's when guys become needy because they aren't used to that level. And, well, well, that's my opinion, but can you agree that every girl that you see regularly will try to rip your fr- take your frame away and put you in her frame? go out, uh, do something outside. Why can't we go outside sometimes? Why can't we go to a fucking movie? Blah, blah, blah. Some of them, but most of them understand usually that it's not going to happen. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually, yeah, I, I agree with you. It's not, not about all of them. Cause I actually, for me, it's, it's a, it's a bit different for me. If a girl isn't needy about that stuff, Mm-hmm. I will go out with her to some parties, I to know. events. I take them with me. I, I have pictures with them on Instagram. I don't mind all shit. I don't mind the the nice things. But if they are needy and like, why are you taking other girls to parties and not me? I'm like, girl, we're done. <laughs> girl, we're done. Yeah. So and what happens? G- girls will often try to girls will try to take away the frame and they will want you to do something. And if she is out of your league. And you are afraid to lose her, well, you will give up your frame and you will go out and do something just because she said so. Uh, and uh, you will be under the thumb because you know you cannot get other girls like that. And that's the danger of getting in a relationship when you start day gaming. The most dangerous part, we both probably sleep with girls around the same age, like 18 to 24-ish. Yeah. And uh, girls learn some things after that. They learn some moves of their own. And they become very frame-controlling and logical afterwards. Like around 26, 27, wow. 28, up to 30. They they start to understand men. And they start to understand how to get what they want from men. Yeah. Have you noticed it? I've noticed it more with Russian girls. Mm-hmm. It's very... You can see a big difference. Yeah, Russians like real Russian girl from Russia, not not just Latvian Russian girls, but just Russian girls everywhere that I met. They were like masters at this. Yeah, and uh, what happens is guys start day gaming, and they get some very nice girls, whether it's Russians or 
girls that aren't like 20, but like 27, 28, 29, who have learned how things work. Whether they're Russian or it's the age, like they've learned how shit works. Yeah. They learn they learn how to take the frame away. And the problem is that new guys they get clingy with those girls because they knew how to get them yeah. under the thumb and they are fucked and they start relationships and um it's it's tricky. I, I'm not against relationships. Well, I'm just not looking for a relationship for myself because I just can't have sex with a girl more than once a week. I, I really get bored by that. So don't don't be needy. Go out a lot. If you think she's special, well, force yourself not to respond. Force yourself to cancel the date first. If you know that she's like, oh, yeah, well, we will see tomorrow. If you date request for tomorrow and she says, yeah, yeah, let's let's talk more about this tomorrow. What I do is I, I, I text her tomorrow and I say, listen, sorry, I can't make it today. And well, when I started day gaming, I sometimes had lonely evenings at home. But yeah. what do you have to do? You have to cancel the date the first. That's the rule. Yeah. And you have to do things even though you know like, oh I don't want to I have a free evening and I what I used to do is ah oh, well since I have a free evening I will have the uh, I will wait till until she responds and no I don't do that anymore yeah. well first of all what I will do I will just call some call one of maybe the girls I'm seeing I would I have no problem spending time with them so uh, it's better than uh, uh, waiting for a girl to respond whether she will go on a date with you Especially that's that's like a big frame test. If a girl waits, waits, and then it's two hours before six, for example, you you tell her that you want to meet her at six, and then at four she would say, "Yeah, I can go." And then if you say, "Okay, let's go, let's meet there," so that means you had nothing else planned and you had nothing to do. Exactly. And you were just waiting, and she knows it now. Yeah, uh, that, that's very very important. Uh, so mistake number four: no fractionation. When guys learn to escalate, when they learn to how to talk to girls who escalate physically, escalate verbally, they they forget that they have to make the girl work. They have to show that uh, she's just a girl. She's nothing. She's not the most important thing in, her, in his life. And they have to learn to push uh, the girl away. And uh, we will talk about... You know, later we will talk... I will tell what I use to push the girls away and I want I want you to tell as well what, what do you use because we probably have very different approaches to this and I've spoken about uh, this a lot in, in previous podcasts and videos so no fractionation it's just on 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 they're just pull 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 trying to get the girl to his place guys are trying to get uh, a girl back to the apartment and, and bang her or I don't know whatever so no fractionation and the fifth mistake one that you had <laughs> <laughs> but I believe you don't have it. I I had it. Uh, I had it last summer. I think. I think given how when I started and when you started, you started like a, a bit less than a year later. Uh, I think it it was it was the time frame when it hit. <laughs> it was being too cocky, not giving a fuck about the deadlines, not giving a fuck about the girl. You just go on a date. Well, you just do your thing, and usually. I don't know. I'm very interested in how. what was the reason for you. For me, it was just I was bored by this copy-paste date shit. For me, I don't know. I just I felt like I was the prize for the girl, honestly. <laughs> well, we are the prize. I think we are the prize. 
And the mo- when you learn day game, that's what you understand that if you play it right, she will chase you. She will yeah. t- try to conquer you. And, and but not with all the girls. For s- no, some no. of the girls, you felt like, come on, you should be all over me now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and if they weren't, <laughs> if they weren't, you were like, ah, next. fuck you. Yeah, next yeah. one. I I used I, I went on this date with one girl and. Uh, After first venue, I just said, let's go over to mine. She's like, uh, no. It's yeah. like, yeah, whatever, bye. <laughs> just yeah, wait like, up. okay. Hey, can you tell the story about the girl um, where you went home? Like, where you didn't even do when you won? Mm, but it was from, it was a colleague from work. Oh, uh, whatever. Think. Tell the story. I don't know, It's actually, fucking... I had also from Day Game, where she... She came to the date with a car and there was nowhere to park it. And then I just said, well, uh, let's go to my place with the car. And she's like, where do you live? And then it turns out she lives right next to me. So yeah. we parked the car and we just came back to here, my place. Yeah, that that was the one that worked. But like, okay, do you remember the one where you were being a total dick? It's like, I'm going home ah, to watch yes, a movie. Yes, yes, yes. I remember I was, <laughs> I was day gaming for about three hours already and I was tired. And then I met the girl and she looked like shit. She, for some reason, I thought on the street she looked good. Maybe she did. And then in the day she looked like shit. And I just said, uh, well, let's just go. And she's aware. We're going to my place. Well, I'm not going to go to your place. So she walks me to a store, which is on the way. I said, I'm going to the store now, and then I'm going back home. She's like, well, I'm not going. So that's fine. <laughs> you can do what you want. What, what did she do? She went home, and then she messaged me like, I hope you're not, um, like, I hope, uh, I'm sorry that it happened like this. I hope you're not. And I was like thinking, man, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Like, there, there, like, when you learn that, 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 that you need to get the phone call, so you can pause if you have to. Okay. Let's pause. Wait. Yeah. Okay, so you just booked a new job interview. Congrats. <laughs> ah, it's no big deal. Tell her to listen to the podcast where you say no big deal. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, sometimes guys get too cocky, and uh, that's mistake number five. Now, let's quickly go over things what not to do on dates because that, those are the things that guys do on dates, and they are stupid. Yeah. Just, I wanted to add about the cockiness. It's not good to be cocky, but it's good to be confident. And there is, a, there is, a, there is a difference. I think in the beginning, guys are not confident enough. They yeah. they come to the point where I was and where you were, where they are cocky and overconfident, and just being dicks. And yeah. then you tone it down, and you learn, like you find the middle ground, so yeah. it's like something in the middle. Okay, so what not to do on dates? Thing. Or let's call this list things guys do on dates not to get laid. <laughs> well, first of all, never go out to a dinner. Never take a girl out to eat, uh, whatever, all, all that stuff. Why? First of all, boring as fuck. Going on a dinner is boring. Uh, second, it's expensive. Why would you spend money on dates? I mean, you can... You, when, when I tell you the date model, which a lot of you already know... You'll see that a date in Riga costs around 15 euro. In most European cities, you can get a date for 20, 20 euro max. Yeah. In in Prague, uh, if I remember, I'll tell a story about a date I had in Prague and how crazy expensive yeah. <laughs> it was. And a, a, an important thing about dinner, if you are doing dinner dates, she might come out 
just to go for the dinner to yeah. a nice place not to see you i had this yeah. uh, i have this uh, other dude who does very good he doesn't do day game but he has really good game sets up sex parties at his place where he just invites all the girls he number closes and it's the first date is all of the girls at his place that he ends at, ends as a sex party and um, so he has set up this date with a girl in a, a cheap sushi place that's like known as a well it's a a lot of good people go there on dates and just drink some beers, eat some sushi. Mm-hmm. And the girl says, oh, I don't like the place. Let's go to one of these three places. And all three places she suggests are posh places. <laughs> so she might want to go out with you to go to a nice restaurant, but she isn't coming out to fuck you. So don't go on dinner dates. Mistake number two, movies, theater, some shows, adventures, etc. Let's say I, I go a lot to improv theater, not on dates. At least not on first dates. Uh, well, you should never do that on the first date. Never take a girl to movies. Don't go to theaters, even good ones. Or on adventures, like, I don't know, like hiking, whatever. Like, whatever comes to your mind, don't fucking do that. Uh, why? It's friend zone slash fun zone, whatever. Uh, she yeah. might put you in this friend, friendly guy that I do funny shit with box. Or she might come out because of the activity, not because of yeah. you. Fucking important. She might want to go on to an improv theater, to a stand-up show, but she isn't going there because of you. She's going there to do the show, and yeah. then she's coming over to my place. <laughs> <laughs> when you take her to the show and to the, to the, the dinner and everything. And uh, it's strange that they even have to say this, but uh, uh, another shitty thing to do on a, on a first date is uh, set up to tell the girl to come over to your place on a first date even before doing anything else. But I'm just saying this because I've heard, I've seen several students students who said, oh, we're having so good uh, connection over texting, I should just uh, invite her over to my place. I was like, No. You will lose, like, it It will work sometimes, <coughs> but you will lose a lot of girls that way. And imagine, like, take another, like, look at it from another perspective. What if you don't like her? What if she's fucking strange? Who cares? No, like, <laughs> you take her to your place and she's fucking strange. No, but I'm assuming they met, the, met her on the street. Yeah, so but because you haven't had dates where she turns out to be a fucking weirdo? Oh, man. Yeah, well, not weirdo, but just, like, very... Shy, maybe. Shy oh, yeah. is okay. Also weirdo, but it's a quick number close then because I didn't get to talk to her. I had this same day delay where I'm walking down the street and it's a really cute girl, high heels, pink dress, blonde hair, fucking amazing. Last summer, and we do a date at like nine thirty p.m. Very late, same she day. She wasn't strange. Ooh, she was strange. In the next morning. Ah. Oh, because yeah, Batman was on a date with her as well. <laughs> Uh, well, I do all my magic and we have this amazing, amazing connection. So good that we end up having sex. The next morning, she doesn't leave, strangely, for for a very long time. She's just not going away. I mean, it's like noon already, something like that. And I'm getting ready to go out. And she, and she knows that I have a day off. And she asks me, hey, what are we doing? And I say, I'm saying... We? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, <laughs> I, I am going to visit my grandparents. <laughs> And she becomes so happy. Oh, you're already taking me to see your grandparents. <laughs> Maybe she was joking. No, 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 man. She wasn't. And then I said, uh, no, I'm going to my grandparents. I don't know what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> Is this the first time you do it? And she's like, 
really confused, like, yes? Never seen. Ah, you actually ask her, is this their first time? <laughs> oh, I would have said, we can hang out, maybe we can meet another day. Today I'm busy. Yeah, but that's so fucked up. Okay. Why? Because maybe you no, actually. No, no, your suggestion is okay. Uh, but her reaction uh, is like, are you, I don't know whether I want to meet, hang out with anyone who is asking whether, who is even remotely thinking that I could see, I could take them to see my grandparents after I'm getting, after I got on the same day delay with her. Yeah. Like, it's like, you have to be a bit strange. And that's not that bad, but I've, I've met some strange girls on, on, from day game. Mm. I've had a date where I intentionally fucked it up. Yeah. Well, but that's for a different podcast. So, uh, don't do all of those things. Don't go on boring dinners, movies, theaters, shows, adventures. Don't take her to your place. And uh, let's let's start to now that we've spoken for fourteen minutes about what not to do on dates. <laughs> let's spend five minutes on talking what we should do. <laughs> no, no, let's spend shitload of time on talking what to do. Because, uh, well, first of all, uh, it's something that has changed for me. Well, first topic: What time do you set your dates on? Uh, usually, if the next day is um, Saturday or Sunday, then at seven. If you have to work the next day, the girl has to work then five o'clock out, five six, maybe also seven. If she says that she can make it, of even course. if she says nine, I would still try. Yeah, um, and that, that's a big thing. I used to set all my days at seven or maybe even a bit later, like from six thirty to seven thirty. But uh, what why I think it's bad is you need uh, certain <clears throat> you need you need a few hours to get away. Yeah, but I, as I watch, like you need two hours to get her to your place. Usually, it should take about two hours or less. Yeah, but it's easier to pull. The pool is much easier if you can use the. Oh, it's still early. If it's yeah. if it's midnight and next day is a work day, her like well, yeah, then it's plausible harder. deniability is like oh yeah, it's still early. Well, there is yeah. no plausible deniability about this being early. So I used to set all my dates at seven. Now I do the same as you do. I do like five, five thirty, six. If the next day is a work day, Friday or Saturday, I'll try to set it as late as possible. Let's say seven or later. Why? Because if you do it early, she probably has other plans with her friends afterwards. So you're just yeah. this guy. She goes to have a free, free, few free drinks with, and then she goes a partying. If it's a Sunday. I will set it as early as possible. <laughs> on Sundays, people want to chill out, especially on the evenings. So if you set up a date at like six, I've had cases where, like, first of all, I wouldn't chill out, but I've had cases where she just really wants to chill out and get ready for the next week. Oh. Of course, it's about, and this isn't the question about the quality of the date or blah, blah, blah. It's just, yeah, it's legit. So on Sundays, I'll do as early as possible. Seriously, I, I could go on a date at like three <laughs> on a Sunday and I think it's fine. Yeah, it could be. On Sundays. but Okay, so uh, that's about what time to start dates. Let's now talk about three three topics that we should cover before we tell you what venues to, what, what, what type of dates work best, what, what you should do and what you shouldn't do. So... Well, three three things is I want to explain and talk a little bit about on-off or push pull-push fractionation, how to use that to make girl chase you. I want to talk about verbal escalation, how to go from boring chit-chat to talking about anal. 
<laughs> with, with Italian girls. And I want to talk about physical escalation. How do you go from not touching to... I didn't really finger them before fucking, but... I do. You do? Yeah, I yeah. don't. I just fuck them. <laughs> I, like, as soon as the pants are off, like, I, I don't... Well, sometimes... No, if the pants are off, then yes. Actually, but... it's a good it's a good thing to talk about. In the, but like, I, I, I had this strange case where I went down on a girl and then yeah, she didn't me. let me fuck her. I was like, bitch, please. <laughs> After that, I never went down on a girl before the first lay. Yeah. Uh, basically, the rule was put it in pull it out then you can go down on her <laughs> that was my thinking because like bitch please how the fuck did you think like what how why what the fuck but i don't have the rule anymore and if i'm pretty sure we will have the lay i'm fine with doing whatever i want to do whether it's fingering going down or whatever but it's usually in the it's in very very few cases where i'm pretty sure the lay is going to happen but i think that's fucking advanced shit First of all, I don't give a fuck about a lot of plays. I'm fine if it doesn't happen. And a lot of guys might like start fingering and doing very different things with girls uh, and uh, fuck up a lay because of that. No, I, w- I finger her to turn her on more. So that when I do take her pants off, there's 100% she wants it and there's... Oh, interesting. <clears throat> she's not going to say no because she's so horny already that yeah, she wants it. So. Yeah, because I turned the one without fingering. Oh. No, like maybe like a tiny bit of fingering for like 10 seconds. No, it's not like I do it for five minutes. <laughs> I do it a little bit just to turn her on. Yeah. But I do it if I can. It's Sometimes. like I, use, I might actually say that I use it as a compliance test. If she's also, fine with if me. If she's fingering. fine with fingering, then she's fine with everything. Yeah. So it's just my beast mode. It, it's a part of my beast mode. Yeah. And then, yeah, you just take the pants off and boom. And forget to put the condom on, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, okay, so, uh, on-off. Let's talk about the first thing. On-off or pull-push or fractionation, whatever, however you want to call it. What it means is you can just... Uh, well, when we are on dates, we're escalating all the time from being strangers and this being awkward to being really comfortable with each other and having sex. And you can just escalate. <clears throat> the pull part... Or the own part is when we try, when we escalate, when we go further, when we, I don't know, when we touch a girl, when we hug her, when we give a compliment, when we talk about something a bit more spicy. So that's the own part. If you just go on and on and on, girl thinks, oh, nice, she, he wants me, this is good, I'm, I, oh, I'm the surprise that he's uh, moving towards and and. It often, well, sometimes with some girls, it's not a problem, but in, in often cases, because you can get laid without knowing most of this shit, let's be honest. Yeah. If you're a good-looking dude who can talk to girls, you can get laid. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, those are be the yes girls, the easy laid. That doesn't fucking count. Yeah? If you bang a girl who's never had a same delay uh, mm-hmm. and is a good Christian girl and uh, wants, wants you to take her to your grandparents the next morning that's a fucking success I consider that a fucking success um, so uh, to fix this you have to both try to be on or pull and you have to be off and push the girl away a little bit to make her like understand that it's not all about her you're just having a good time in general and you don't she isn't the prize and that she kind of has to work and 
you create those moments that in the beginning might seem kind of awkward. And in the beginning, guys do them so bad. Like, they say the stupidest shit and not like to push a girl away. And, and it's like, it, it's, it's just, sometimes it comes out rude. And uh, for example, things that I do is I will just lean back in, back in a chair I, because we're usually leaning towards girl. I will lean back. I'll just check out the venue, look around. Yeah. I'll say hi to the bartenders because in venues where I go to, I usually know them if it's in Riga. If I'm traveling, it's a bit different. Uh, but still, since I go to the same venues all the time, I usually know the bartenders in places even when I'm traveling. <clears throat> so I'll do things like I will use my fucking phone. <laughs> yeah. I use my phone on dates. Uh, I do text on dates. <laughs> that's so that's so and on the third time I take my phone to text I say sorry I, I just have to respond to this because I don't want to be too much of a dick uh, I will just shut the fuck up for a second just yeah. look around chill the fuck out and uh, and you aren't trying you're you're doing things that you shouldn't do on dates you're talking to other people you're talking to the bartenders you're using your phone you are Sometimes you are, I don't know, making her, well, we'll talk about it later, but you guys know about qualification and challenging, like, let's say she says, I like cats, you say, well, I fucking hate cats, <laughs> but I'm a dog person, I could eat a cat for breakfast, well, that's too bad, that's, that's too, that's, that's way too, that's, that's over the line, but, but it's, you, you disagree with something she says, and when we were, like, let's, Touch or touch upon this for like really 15 seconds. You don't have to disagree with whatever she says if you actually do agree, and you don't have to agree if you disagree. Just honestly, you can have your honest opinions. If she likes, if she likes Italy, I might say, "Wait, what? I mean, I've been to it. I really didn't like it. Uh, why did you like it?" And that's a very nice thing. To, I mean, I'm honestly saying it, I, I do like Italy, but for the sake of argument, let's say I, I didn't like Italy. And why did you like it? And now she has to prove that Italy is great and she has to tell stories. She has to invest. So what do you use to, to push a girl away? Mm, also, some, some of what you said, I just uh, sometimes even when we sit down on the venue, I won't say anything until she says something. <laughs> Or before she wants to drink, I would put pressure on her and say, say a toast. Oh, yes, that's, I do that as well. Yeah. Every then, time. Like some girls, they will say 10 times, I can't say a toast. I'm not a toast-giving person before they say just cheers. Yeah. And I say, don't, don't give me a boring toast. Think of something interesting. <laughs> yeah, I use the same shit. <laughs> but that, it's, it works. It's very good. Yeah. You bought the drinks, so she's, she's, yeah. I, I say, uh, she should say a toast. What else do you use? Also, just sometimes shut up and just sit and look straight, or just. Look That's at what her. you say to her: shut up and sit. <laughs> shut up no. and sit straight, bitch. <laughs> no, I shut up and then I just sit and look straight. And uh, if she uses the phone, I may use the phone. I don't really text. I might just. I put usually I turn the sound on, so there's a lot of group chats and it's like ping, ping, ping. Yeah. So I just check that. it. I just see, but I don't respond. I may open it, but I don't respond. I just put it down. Uh, what else? Probably ask just qualifying questions. One good question is like, what do you like about yourself? So very confident girls will say, I'm perfect, I like everything. Some girls will be like, oh, it's a very hard question. And then like, yeah. What do you do when she says I'm perfect? Mm, I would ask what you don't like about yourself. There must be something, you're not perfect. 
I would have, because I, I never use this, but what I would do is I would just uh, move on, ignore her response, and like just for a half second, I would just like, like give, like, mm, <laughs> sure. <laughs> like it would be barely visible yeah. so that she knows I'm not doing it as a show. And I'm just, so that it would be visible that my, my, my response is, Oh, one of those. Mm, I've seen. I've seen a lot of. I've seen. I've seen this shit. So shut the fuck up, bitch. No, usually for me. Actually, By the way, is... like it's just an expression. We don't call women bitches. <laughs> and I actually, yeah, we shouldn't do because whenever someone does that, I always like shut the fuck yeah. up. So let's not do that. Okay. Usually, that is also something that I use to escalate. So I would ask about her body, something that she likes. I do that. Yes. Yeah, so that's, that's so she would talk about her body and like something like that. She says, "I like my." Lips. Yeah, they usually they don't say body, they say eyes or lips, <laughs> something like that. And uh, what I do, because because this is part of question game, we can talk a bit about that later. What I do is no, it doesn't count. You have to answer in male terms, so it's uh, <laughs> legs, ass, or tits. <laughs> <laughs> also, yeah, I don't speak that language. <laughs> well, like <laughs> good, uh, but yeah, they usually do respond, and when they say tits, because I'm a tits guy. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a this guy. Like, I ask yeah. them, are they are they real? Are they real? Yeah, if they're big, if they're not, then don't ask. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> what if they are making fun of the girl? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's the problem in Riga with all the small tits. I, I just I don't. Yeah, I, I, that's what I like in Prague. Huge titties, no bras. Yeah. That's what you said about Italy too. Yeah. So, no, what else do you use to to turn it off, push a girl away a little bit? I will just start. Um, sometimes I feel that my tone of voice changes when I, when she says something really annoying. I just start talking to her like, "Who the fuck you think like you are?" Like a little kid. Yeah, like it's just, and I think that they can feel that like, oh, he's talking to me in a different way, different like. Yeah, that's what I meant when I said when she says I'm perfect. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. That that was. But that doesn't that. annoy me because when she asks me, I say the same. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but but it's a good response if she asks you and you say the same. It's basically well, you give your you gave your bullshit response. I'll give the same stupid bullshit non-investing response. Yeah. It's funny. It's fine. So when we talk about uh, on-off or pull-push, you should fractionate. It should be on, then off, then on, then off, then on, then off. Yeah, that's you shouldn't just be on all the time, and <laughs> you shouldn't be off all the time, and just yeah. push the girl away all the time. <laughs> These are all the time. <laughs> Some of us did. Well, both of us did when we started. Uh, is there anything else you use to push the girl away that's been really, really effective for you? Nothing that really comes to mind. Maybe when we talk later on, then I'll remember something. Off, off the microphone? Huh? Off, off the recording? Uh, also, yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Yeah, because I know that you you told that you have some shit that you use so much that you don't want to tell others. I I do it the other way around. I usually give all my best stuff away so that I would be forced to come up with new shit. Because I don't like using lines too much. So I give give my lines away so that I couldn't use them. I can't use them. In Riga, at least. I can use them everywhere else. Uh, But when I coach my students, all of my students... (laughs) I teach them the same stack because I have some stacks that are really effective. So to every student, I show those really, really, really good stacks and they work very good. 
But the important part is once you learn them, we'll fucking change them. But actually, what I've noticed is when they're learning day game, I, I tell them these stacks. You can say either this or that. I, I give them two stacks, standard stacks that are very good. And they don't really, they end up coming up with their own. Like no one keeps using the stacks that I gave them. They might in if they want, but in day two, they usually come up with their own stuff and it's just more natural for them. So, yeah. Okay, that was about on-off. Verbal escalation. How do we go from awkward silences to talking about anal with Italian girls? <laughs> I didn't talk. I just did it. <laughs> you did. You did. Because yeah, I had this girl, that uh, the sugar baby. I I tied her up before I fucked her. Yeah, but she was a messed up, messed up girl in a good way. In a good way, she's messed up in a good way. She she's she's pretty cool as a girl. I mean, she's she's pretty pretty fine. Um, yeah, but I tied her up before I fucked her. Uh, we did some pretty brutal things even before having yeah. sex. <laughs> so how do you go from? By the way, before we do this, <clears throat> one of the guys asked the question. What do you do with the awkward silence when in the beginning of a date? Uh, when you are walking to the venue, it's kind of awkward in the beginning. So what do you do about it? I would say to this guy, I would say just embrace it. Let yeah. her be the one because there's going to be awkward silences. When I have awkward silence, it's not awkward anymore for me. Yeah. And the girls sometimes are like, oh, it's an awkward silence. Like, really? <laughs> it's not that awkward for me. Yeah, it's so magical. Just, just sit there and wait and so the next time when you have an awkward silence you don't feel awkward then then you can just think of anything you want to say yeah uh, i would totally say the same thing silences are great i use silences to my advantage because imagine we go on a lot of dates and we feel awkward yeah. imagine how a girl feels because yeah. everyone tries to feel that silence everyone <coughs> tries to fix it because no one likes it yeah. well i don't feel them I don't, I just, if there is an awkward silence, I'll be silent until she starts talking. Because yeah. if I break the silence, it's awkward, I think. And sometimes when, because uh, I can talk a lot with the girls also about life, philosophy and shit like that. And then when I catch myself being too talkative and into going into inter interesting subjects, uh, I would just shut up and make it awkward again. Because <laughs> yeah. like awkward is tension also. Yeah, and uh, well, of course, it doesn't mean it because I know that you do this and I do the same thing. We meet girls, we don't meet girls on the bar we're going to, we meet them five to ten minute walk away yeah. so that we can have a little chat. Mm -hmm. And his question was about this phase from meeting the girl to going to the bar. And what I do is just I talk about any, I, any random topics yeah. that we will talk about, topics you should talk in the beginning of a date, you can use any of those topics, but. Uh, yeah, I just I ask, just what did you do? I try to understand how the, if the girl is shy or not. That's one thing that I try to understand. And uh, yeah, just, it's just comfort stuff for me usually. Just yeah. what you do for a living, then like where are you from actually, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and I tease, I tease on the way to the bar. I, I start with a tease, I guess. Also, you finished your hard office day. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. So yeah, embrace the... Embrace the... Embrace the... I don't see the difference from walking to the bar and getting to the bar. Like this guy, he walks in silence and then he sits down and he's like a game show host. <laughs> yeah, like do the same as you would just sitting down. Just... Yeah, but don't, I think on the way to the bar, I try to avoid the silences. No, I 
Sometimes I no, I don't try. Yeah, but well, I do like well, a five minute walk for yeah in, in the, the beginning, beginning of course, like the first two minutes. Yeah, because then she's like, oh, this is gonna be an awkward date. But then that plays to your advantage because it gets less and less awkward. Yeah. If yeah. she has low expectation. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's easier to... Key to success in day game. Have, day girl have low expectations. Yes, as low as possible in the day game set. <laughs> yeah. Be really awkward when you're kissing, because then when you start fucking her good, she'll be surprised. <laughs> it's a joke, don't do that. Uh, okay, verbal escalation. So, you, we are sitting in this venue and... Uh, wait, should we talk about this now or later? Let's let's keep verbal escal. Let's first talk about the venues, then we will talk about verbal escalation, and uh, then we will talk about physical escalation when we after the first venue. I think it's it's better. So yeah. the date model we use is is same old, but guys in London developed. We definitely have some things we've changed a bit because, but, but I think still the basic framework should be. Yeah. Used. And we do two venues. We do two bars. We go to one bar, spend there some time, we'll talk about how much. Then we go to another bar, then we pull the girl home. Yeah. Is it a rule that you have to have two dates? Uh, no. Two venues. Not. Two venues, yeah, two venues, sorry. <laughs> you should not have two dates. Um, you should, uh, there is no rule that you should have two venues. You sometimes can have one venue, and I. For a long time, I used one venue with a bottle of wine. Uh, worked very good. I've had dates where I have three venues. Uh, I haven't. I don't think I've had more. But I do one to three venues. Uh, but when you are learning, you should focus on the two venue model. Because most of the times, that's the optimal thing to do. Yeah. And don't complicate it. Don't do like. Don't come up and don't improvise is what I'm saying. Stop improvising. You don't know what the fuck you're doing probably in 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 most cases. So don't 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 <laughs> just try to be yourself and, and do whatever works for you best. Because when guys say, uh, "Well, I think this is this is a really good." Th- oh, by the way, guys in the chat, if someone asks a question about how to get laid and you're not getting laid, don't fucking answer that question. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. I fuck. I, I hate it when I see that. I don't interrupt them. Like, go, go have your like conversations. Like, it's it's good to have conversations, but it's good to ask for advice. But if you if you aren't getting laid or if you aren't getting dates, then well, think before answering or just say that. Well, I'm actually not getting laid every month. But this is what I think. Add, add that. So, yeah. Unless you're getting... Like, when I, I... I say this to to my students in person when they say, I think this is better. I say, listen, <laughs> you're not getting laid. You you aren't impli- entitled to have an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> so, whenever someone is, like, having a strong opinion and they, they aren't... They don't have a very good open-to-lay ratio. I just, like... I, I completely ignore that because, yeah. well... You don't have the results. What the fuck are you talking about? Your opinion, like you, you can have a discussion about your opinion with other guys. It's good, but I'll not participate in a discussion. Just follow the fucking model. If you're telling you this shit works, it means because we've been on shitload of dates and gotten shitload of ways from day games. But this is shit that fucking works. Follow it. Don't come up with some stupid shit that will probably not work. You can come up with your shit after you 
get 20 day gameplays, then start coming up with your own shit. I'm totally for that. I totally suggest you do that because we all have our style. I mean, my style and Batman's style, we, we have we have different styles in day game. And we have different styles and days. I believe we actually do a lot of things differently and our vibes are completely different because I work a lot in connection with girls, especially the good ones who don't do that shit and mm. to get the same delays, same delays. And it's just an interesting thing to do for me. <laughs> At the same time, making sure they subs, like know what's going on between the lines. So guys, follow the model. Don't come up with your own stuff on, unless you're getting laid. So two venues... First venue, uh, we use the same venue. Yeah, pretty much. We use this bar in Riga called Alchemitis uh, Alchemist. It's a beer place. They brew their own beer. Uh, whenever I choose the first venue, um, so first when you plan the date, you will go to one bar, then to the second, then home. So the second venue has to be close to your place. The first venue has to be no more than 10 minutes away from the second venue. And what kind of venue should you choose? Well, it shouldn't be a dark cocktail bar. It's too sexual. Girl might be shy. I do not suggest sitting in sofas, although we both (laughs) do it. We both sit next to girls on first dates on sofas really close. But I suggest not doing it to guys who are learning because... If you do that and you you are unable to read that she's not comfortable, you will fuck up the date. So, either choose seating where she's opposite of you, which I sometimes do, but I'm not a big fan of. Or it's a very good thing to do like 90 90 degrees, yes, around the corner. That's magical. How do you learn that? From sales. That's a sales thing. Never sit across someone who you're trying to sell something to. I say that uh, when I when I work with my clients and the other business I do, uh, when they want to sit across, I say, listen, when people, wife and a husband are sitting across each other when they're getting a divorce, uh-huh. they're not getting a divorce, so uh-huh. I just sit around 90 degrees. So, so yeah, 90 degrees uh, sit um, um, and about the seating, because sometimes you go in a bar and you have to get the drinks, sometimes at the bar, sometimes they come to you. You have to uh, get the table. So what I usually do is I will go get the drinks and I will tell a girl, let's say I go into a venue and there are two tables I like. I say, listen, I'll go get the drinks, but I have a little mission for you. Go choose between that and that table. Take one which you like better. Can you deal with this? And she just does it. How do you handle that shit? Actually, getting I, the drinks and getting seated. Usually, I just walk in. I ask her what she wants. She tells me, and then I just buy it. And she's standing next to me and waiting. Okay. And then they sometimes they look around like, where we're we gonna sit? And if they ask me, I say over there. Yeah. Well, what I what I'm worried when this happens, why I don't do this because I have my own thinking about this is she will sometimes choose a table that's really shitty. But yeah, I don't, even if they say, let's sit over here, I just say, no, no, there's a better place there. Let's go there. I like to avoid this problem by leading in advance by saying this or that table. Choose whichever but you I like. I don't give her two options. It's just one table. Yeah, you can say, <laughs> take that table. But I do, this, I do this while I'm getting the drinks. I say, hey, like, see the table or just please go take it. Or like, can, can you deal with that? Can I trust with this task to you? But 
both options work, but I just want to avoid the small chance that she decides to take really shitty seating where we're opposite each other and uh, it will be hard to get her to, to sit in the 90 degrees or next to you. And it has never happened to me. Only if... Oh, like, it has happened to me and to students as well. Yeah. But what students... Like when she sits... Like if you're talking that you want to sit in 90 degrees uh, and there's like a lot of tables where you can do that and there's like a table where you can only sit across from her. And it's really fucked up if she takes the table where she can only sit across from you. Well, it's, it's yeah. a small thing, but it's it's a small hack that helps me. And I've heard, I've seen, I've seen cases where students have had tough insta dates because on second venue when they pull to second venue, girl sits across, and then it's like turns into a framework about the seating. And then I have to send them texts, hey, do this to make her sit next to you. Yeah. Uh, but it's just do like this is. As you see, both options work because we're both getting laid, uh, uh, so don't really stress that. But I just tell a girl which which place to choose, which pla- which table to take. I get the drinks. Uh, who pays on a date? Unfortunately, we do. <laughs> uh, I I pay for drinks. Yes, um, and it's it's country dependent. I think in Riga, mostly I will pay. Oh, I will. By default, I'm cons- I'm assuming that I'm paying for drinks. Oh, and by the way, pay in advance. It's always better to yeah. pay in advance because then you can leave the place when you have to go. Yeah. You don't have to deal with all the fucking like, well, yeah. yeah, pay in advance. Um, if she offers, like, some sometimes there are girls who say, "Oh no, like I want to pay for more drink." And if I already paid, I said, "Chill, the next one's on you." Uh-huh. And we have established that we go to the next one when you she gets the next. Uh, she gets the she gets next drinks, so that's fine. No, usually I just say, "Don't worry, it's okay." And if she's still like, "Okay, oh, yeah, don't, yeah, I don't, I really, I will pay, I will pay." Why do you do that? I don't know, because it's like a, I have money attitude. Also, yeah, but <laughs> it's not like I, I don't want to like uh, show them. Oh no! Oh yes, thank you. I need to save my money. Thank you. But uh, also, if it's not a sexual frame, it I don't want them to put me like in a friend box where she pays one, I pay one. Oh no, I, I do that. I'm totally fine with that. And I, I especially saw that in in, uh, in Poland, in Krakow, where girls almost always paid for the second drink. Uh, not, I didn't see that in Prague that much, but uh, yeah, in Riga sometimes it happens, but almost never. Uh, I and if they offer, I let them pay for the second drink. I always do. Mm-hmm. Is why would I spend the money? No, I have let them pay sometimes, but it's very rare. Very rare. No, no, I do let them pay for it. But well, uh, okay. So you got the drinks. Um, what if she doesn't drink and is a vegan and uh, boring, boring in seven other ways? Seven other ways. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Well, then I would just ask her, "What do you want?" Yeah. What do you want to drink? Um, I, I actually ask, hey, do you want beer or wine? Yeah. Because I don't want them to pick cocktails from 20 I've had euros. that also in the Alchemist for 10 euros. Like, what the fuck? Exactly. I, I had that I had the shit. At least I checked out her boobies. <laughs> and it was it was uh, last summer when we had a failed, when I had a failed same delay that ended, like, uh, it. I, I told the girl I had to go at, like, half past nine and I realized wait I made this really hot chick earlier today and had a date with her at like half past eleven or something like uh-huh. still didn't bang her but n- nice fresh fake tits were uh-huh. very nice so 
failed same day lay and failed same day delay on the same day. Well, I fixed that a month back uh, <laughs> with yeah. the same delay and same day delay on the same day. Uh, okay, so you get the drinks. She takes the table. You're sitting. She takes the first toast. She says the first toast. Now you have to start talking about some shit. And uh, also, let's let's go over topics to talk about, and let's go over topics to not talk about. So, what are your typical top? What are the typical topics you talk about on the date? Well, typical topics would be how do you usually meet guys? But it's maybe not in the beginning. Yeah, let's start from the beginning. <laughs> but sometimes I even ask that on the way to there. If okay. It's, like, mm, I don't lot. really have a line to say in the beginning. What was the, what did you talk about in the beginning? <laughs> I don't know, just something. Something that comes to my mind, I just say it and that's it. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, like, you're just, you're. it works for you. It, it's, no, but a lot of guys have this thing where they, they are doing it, it works, but they can't explain what they're doing. But actually, sometimes I would start with the, how do you meet guys usually? Okay. Sometimes, like, do you use Tinder or what? Yeah, Tell me a I, I, Tinder story. I do that, uh, but I do that later on the date oh. as part of a verbal escalation, actually. What I normally talk about in the beginning is actually the topics I talk about on the set. Mm-hmm. I try not to talk about the work as little as possible. I will talk a tiny bit about it, uh, but, like, in broad topics like the field and yeah, more like in a teasing manner mm-hmm. or some challenges and make her qualify. And uh, But I won't, won't go deep. Um, so you usually find out a few things about her, what she, what her work is, what she does in her free time. Yeah. And, and well, it's like work, gym, na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na. Then I say, oh, okay, so, so you're this serious teacher who goes to gym every night. Okay, like what do you do for fun? I will just move to the fun part. Uh, I will we'll talk about a tiny bit about what she does, very, very little. Very little. I don't like, seriously, a few sentences. I'll talk quite a bit about hobbies. Uh, I'll talk, when, when we talk about hobbies, I'll go into the uh, past, how she started, why. Mm, the great the, why. The, the deep report stuff. <laughs> uh, well, I, I don't do this in the beginning of the first venue, but towards the end of the first venue, yeah, yeah I go like, why? How did she start? The whole childhood. I love the topic of childhood. Because mm. we, like, I'm 30, you're, I'm 31, you're thir- 26, 26, so girls we date are younger than us. So when I am on a date with a chick that's like 18, she's uh, 13 years younger. Yeah. So when I was a kid, she was like, maybe she wasn't even born. Yeah. So we had very different childhoods, especially they grew up in different places, different cities, different countries. It's a great topic to talk about. Don't make it boring, of course. But yeah, childhood, a bit of work, hobbies. Uh, I would talk about traveling because I have yes. a lot of stories about traveling. So I would, if she hasn't traveled anywhere, I can just impress her. Yeah. I would ask, where would you like to go? Why? Then I would just, in Spain, for example, if she says she's been in Spain, I know that somebody told me that in, in Spain all the girls are on the beach topless. So I would ask her, did you go topless as yeah, well? Very good, yeah, very good physical, verbal escalation thing. Yeah, yeah traveling, uh, I save movies mm-hmm. for the second venue. I also ask, I just ask, do you watch movies? Yeah, what kind of I kind of... 
touch upon it a little bit, but I I talk more about it in a second when you yeah <laughs> just because I use it to get girl home, uh, so I intentionally save it. So yeah, uh, hobbies, childhood, traveling, living in different places, adventures. Um, that's the boring shit in the beginning. Yeah. Then after a while, we will obviously want to talk about more interesting stuff. So what are the ways you make the world, make the conversation a bit more sexual. spiced up? Spiced up. Not really sexual, but spiced up. Just, I would, many ways for me, I would say a compliment what I really liked about her. It's something, yeah, even nice maybe... Tits. Like you have some talents that I really enjoy, <laughs> like, yeah. or just ask what she likes about herself. Does she go to the gym? What kind of guys does she like? Yeah. Um, and the last incident that I had asked, which male body part do you like the most? <laughs> it was in the second venue in the last. <laughs> what did she say? She said so she was like, well, first off, that's a very inappropriate question. Oh, I think it's an I inappropriate s- question. I said, yeah. That's why I asked. So. <laughs> And then uh, she said, I think the back or something like that. Yeah. Or, yeah, sometimes, lately I just go sometimes hardcore, like, it's very comfort, comfort, and just big spike, like hardcore spike. Okay. okay. How does that work for you in terms of getting lays from those <clears throat> days? Um, well, the last one, it's also many of them are on Insta dates, but in the last two weeks I've had two same day lays. Okay, so it's been... And... Uh, Sometimes, but it's a good way to find out where the girl is. Either she's just talking to you or she's interested, actually. Yeah, I always love to have those conversations because guys do things so fucking differently. And when I see my students or I hear my students on Instagram, because that's what I did with uh, with the student in Prague, I, I listened to all his dates from Instagram till... Well, actually, the the fun part was uh, <laughs> he's sitting in the second venue and I don't know, it's time to pull home and I text him, do you have condoms? Yeah. He says no. It's like fuck. Do you have condoms at your place? No. So I just text him, dude. You're fucking stupid. And I went out. I bought condoms and I call him and I say, tell the girl you have to take this phone call outside. And he gave him condoms. He got yeah. went and got laid. But uh, I, I love hearing dates because guys do so many things differently. Yeah, actually, I would love to hear like other dates also. It's it's, it's crazy. Because day game is just a small part. Day game is a very very small part. Yeah. And, uh, I, more because I've had more and more requests to instead of coach day game I've had requests from guys who are already decent at day game I've had requests to coach them on dates yeah. where instead of uh, doing info coaching I sit on their dates <laughs> it's a bit different technically but uh, it's it's very interesting and I send them a lot of texts yeah. so they are forced to push the goal away by, by using the phone <laughs> <laughs> it's a very it's a very very nice thing so uh, it's very interesting because you are doing things very differently than I am I, I don't do these big spikes but only sometimes it's... I, I, I escalate very gradually mm. I mean I do I'm, I'm like a, I'm like a, like a slow moving uh, tank <laughs> like I'm moving slowly there is nothing stopping me. <laughs> like I'm just I'm fucking going. And if you want to say like if if she doesn't really respond well, well my tank and slows down a bit, takes one step back, starts driving again. <laughs> I, I just I just move ahead. That's that's how you should be on on, on day game. That's how I view day game in general. So okay, 
so you do spikes, but what I do is uh, let me think. Oh, one thing I'll say, I'll say, listen, so after we've had a bit of a conversation, I'll say a line that I believe you use and many guys use as well because I've given it uh, I've given it away and uh, it's not my line originally. I say, listen, so, I mean, you're good looking. You're kind of okay to talk to. You're not dumb. Uh, what's wrong with you? Why, you Why are you single? Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, it's a very, very good line. Works <clears throat> very good. And then they will... I've, I've heard several responses. One is... And it's a quite a popular one. <laughs> who says I'm single? <laughs> yeah, who says I'm single? Why do you think that? <laughs> yeah, because actually, I think that the, the guy in Prague, same delay, I think she had a boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure about that. Um, so that's nice. Uh, who says I'm single? Uh, or like, oh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> like disappointed about being single. Or... They will say, "Oh, I'm kind of not looking for a relationship." Yeah, and whatever she says, well, if she says she's not single, you just yeah, this should be easy. Because <laughs> well, if she says that, yeah, it's usually easy. Um, the second is if she says she's not looking for a relationship, it might be, it might be, it might mean two things. It might mean I'm not looking for anything. I'm in my like. I'm focusing on my career and I'm not drinking and I'm a vegan and uh, I go to sleep at like nine and I'm super healthy and in my head when she says all this shit I'm like yeah well fuck you I should cancel the finish this date sooner and because sometimes like there are girls that you understand that they have this crazy self-control uh, and like most of them you can turn around but there are some that are, like if they're in business uh, and if they've decided around 24 25 that it's an, like there's it's like change at 24-ish when she yeah. decides to and when you hear that it's so hardcore it's like yeah well I'm still I'm still trying always I don't give a fuck it's like I'm a tank <laughs> and then my tank runs in a ball and it's long huge <laughs> steel dick gets crushed <laughs> uh, but when when she says uh, when she Wait, what were I talking about? Whatever, let's go on. So yeah, this is one thing I used to escalate. And I, I, I talk, oh, and to escalate, I talk a lot about parties. I talk about traveling. I use travel as, I think traveling can be escalation thing. Because it's about this wild thing, how I hate living in a small place where if you go party hard. This is the thing I say in day game sets. Oh, shit, I don't want to give this away, but okay. <laughs> I say this in day game sets, and I say this on dates, because oh, when I travel, I, I love the bigger cities, because when you go out yeah. partying in a small city, well, you don't want me to give this away as well. <laughs> no, it's okay, because it's like... <laughs> but it's a good thing. It's It works very, very good, because you, you when you grow up, when you live in a smaller place like Riga, or even a smaller place, if she's from a smaller place, say yeah when you go out really partying hard like next day all town knows yeah. everyone knows everyone but when you go to a bigger place it's fucking amazing because yeah. you can do whatever the fuck you want and no freedom. one finds out you have this freedom and usually if they are from a smaller town and they now live in Riga I'll say that I hate this about small towns and I live, love this about Riga yeah. if this is in a other country I'll say I hate this in Riga I love it when I travel. Yeah. <laughs> like it's so free, so anonymous, so yeah. wild. And when you say it in a voice, this voice that I'm using right now. 
<laughs> you make me want to go crazy. <laughs> yeah. And she knows what's going on. I actually fucked up this lay in Prague where I'm walking from the second venue, but I, need, I feel we need one more venue. And we're walking right next to my place. She doesn't know it. And she just, we start to play question game. And her first question is, what's your favorite position? Shit. Shit. I'll show you. Let's go. <laughs> I'll show you. Yeah, get in your knees, bitch. Boy, sorry. Yeah. But actually, time. I would say that. Let's go. I'll show you. No, maybe I'll not show you, but uh, that's very inappropriate. Let's go back to my place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that. I think it could be a bait. Like, she could throw it out to see whether you will react to it and whether you will say like things like... But maybe uh, she was just a very, actually, sexual girl. And yes. because we thought, you thought that she's not... You took it slow, and actually yes, you could be just like, let's go, after the first menu. Yeah, yeah, you know? uh, yeah. and th- this was the case. This I was fucked up a lot, yeah. Uh, I'm still trying, I, I, I still, like, I'm still going back to Prague. No, no, I still <laughs> want to bank her. So I'm, go- I'm, I'm, anyways, I will be back in Prague in um, September, two, for two weeks in September. And by the way, guys, uh, I will take two or three coaching students. One spot is already booked and paid etc so but i will take one or two more guys depending on how many days you you want to get so hit me up and oh because you said this this is why i sometimes throw out these very hardcore spikes yeah. to see if she's maybe she's actually like a sexual freak and you can just pull her home and you've been here sitting playing this game and she's actually like yeah you, you you know actually now i understand what you're talking about because i've had those dates when girl is all over me and when you won and uh I I actually didn't talk about this. Why? Because I think there is a percentage of dates that are really, really on and you have, you just have to take her by the hand and lead her home and yeah. bank her. And they are usually so on that it's hard to miss it. Yeah. And to me, it kind of happens naturally. And what I'm talking about is like the average date with the, like the average yeah. girl who isn't like sexual maniac or who isn't, <laughs> uh, I don't know, Virgin Mary. Yeah. <laughs> Then we called the Sugar Baby Virgin Mary in the podcast. Um, so, top, how how else do we do we get to more interesting topics? Oh, I talk about drugs a lot. Mm. I've never done illegal substances in my life, <laughs> dear listeners. Uh, but uh, I've uh, uh, I've had some experiences. <laughs> so, and girls have had their experiences. So that's something I do talk about, and mm-hmm. it's. It's a great escalation topic. It works so good because it's so bad. It's so fucked up. And I fucking love it. It's it's one of my favorite topics. Like drugs. One of my favorite topics on dates. <laughs> on day game sets, I do talk about drugs as well sometimes. And if she goes for it, then you know, mm, she's, the wild, <laughs> she's a wild one. Um, yeah, drugs. Men, dating, Tinder. I ask, yeah. what's, your, what's your worst date? Well... Second worst, because this is the number one, probably. (laughs) (laughs) They usually laugh, and then they tell a story. I tell my story, and I have a really good story that I tell about uh, the worst date. It was a date that I intentionally fucked up so that Uh the girl would hate me. And it has a very deep meaning. Just as one step at a time story is actually Uh a very deep story. This story is actually very, very deep, where I'm being a dick. I'm I'm being a complete dick or along, like... On all, all of the date and being complete dick and I kind of think I was a gentleman because my idea was that if she thinks I'm a dick then 
she thinks it's all everything is fine with her. <laughs> I just didn't <laughs> like her, so I decided to be a dick. Okay, uh, what topics to avoid on when you want? Well, what do you avoid? Do you have topics you do not talk about when you want on an average date? I'm not talking mm. about sexual maniacs. Who <laughs> <laughs> on an average date, I would just avoid something that's very boring. Boring for me. Yeah. So if I'm not interested in listening to her, I would just change the topic. Well, boring for you. Like, let's say you find uh, IT systems interesting. I think it's a fucking boring topic for a day. Well, I do not talk about also. job. I do not talk about my job. I, I have an interesting top. I have an interesting way to explain what I do, but I don't talk about it. Yeah, but sometimes when I say that I'm in sales, girls ask a lot of questions. Why? What exactly are you doing? Are you not shy to just talk with other people? No, that's good. That's fine. So that so that just can... goes into like pick up not. <laughs> Yeah, but that, that's very good. Yeah. That, that's very nice. I, I think it's a great... Like you have to find great... Uh, you have to find or create interesting ways to talk about the boring shit, like yeah. where you grew up, your work and your hobbies. Because I do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and when, when they ask me back, what do you do as a hobby? I say, well, I like um, to... Touch sweaty men? Yeah, I like <laughs> to like hug other sweaty men and try to choke and choke each other and break each other's arms. And they, they fucking love it usually. <laughs> Um, so topics to avoid uh, can don't talk about don't talk serious shit about work uh, I don't talk too much about their school if they're like in the university or high school I don't talk too much about that just I touch it briefly but I do not go there yeah do not talk about sex Ka-ching! Also, you shouldn't talk about sex on dates at all in my opinion uh, there are exceptions but that's just my game and my idea is if you at the moment where you feel you can talk about sex you can start moving towards sex you shouldn't yeah. talk about it because uh, the rule is and I've seen this so many times the further you escalate verbally the less the sex will be or the, the smaller the chance the sex will be mm. I think if you do escalate verbally don't be needy yeah. at all like you yeah. have to be just like you don't care yeah, what you do if you escalate yeah. hard. So topics to avoid: sex, philosophy, religion, <laughs> uh, discipline, uh, values in life, like serious stuff. Like why do we do this? Why do we do that? Yeah. Oh, I think like we should live healthier lives and like be <laughs> vegans. And uh, and if she's a vegan, well, let her be vegan. Never try to argue with her about that. If she tries to argue with uh, with you about that, well, treat it as a shit test. At first, you just agree and amplify or ignore, and then at a at a certain point, I just say, "Listen, enough is enough." <laughs> no, like I, I draw the line at one point if she yeah. talks about this boring shit. Uh, yeah, no boring stuff. No, no, no. This no. A lot of guys like wanna go deep. Never, I, I do not go deep. I have to. I have to say that I am guilty also of this sometimes. When yeah. the girl just when she talks about philosophy and she says something stupid, I just can't keep my mouth shut. I have to say you don't know anything. This is how it is in life. You are, you have you are eighteen years old and you're gonna tell me how it is in life. Uh, <laughs> I see point in what you're saying actually. In some cases, like I, I'm, but I will not do this like that. Yeah. I will no, I don't say gradually slow like I will start slowly and yeah. more and more and more and but sometimes I just get carried away with where I still enjoy talking about like what's her point of view, how she, how she sees life and blah blah blah. I really, but, really enjoy it. 
after banging her. <laughs> also, yeah, then it's better. Because it fucks up the but bang. also, it's interesting what they say before and after sex. <laughs> yes, so what, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, remind me to, if I don't remember, should you talk about game with about game after sex uh, might have a, I have a new view about this mm-hmm. yeah we don't talk about uh, some students I've heard do it on dates about, uh, about what? not about game but about social dynamics and uh, yeah I used to do that psychology is such a mistake it's not worth it because so she bad. thinks she's gonna think I don't know but it's just unattractive to them I think yes. she thinks that you're this geek who's trying to be cool yeah, <laughs> yeah. never never talk about so no religion no, no all of that bullshit uh, so we we spoke about verbal spiking verbal escalation we did that so verbal verbal spiking is the f- those are the few times where you say something like sorry could you repeat that I was looking at your legs <laughs> or I might say like sorry could you pull your top up it's like I can't <laughs> concentrate I've, I've done this shit uh, I do that um, oh yeah uh, I will check out her Instagram uh, on, on a date I will, at least I will Try to come and find a way to do that. Um, if I find a picture with boobs or ass, I will zoom in on that. <laughs> so it's like, hmm, okay, that's nice. <laughs> I look at her like, okay. <laughs> Is it Photoshop? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, then they will look at my Instagram. And my Instagram I consider to be pretty good. <laughs> like I consider my, my, my Instagram to be pretty okay for dates. I mean, it's... Me with friends, me with my hobbies, me doing business, me with the tied-up girl. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> some bondage pictures. Uh, I need more. I need more pictures with friends. I think because I don't really more tied-up friends. <laughs> more tied-up friends. Yeah. So I will do that, um, and I will start spiking physically on first venue. I will because back when. We learned how to do dates. They said uh, escalate physically on venue two. I do escalate physically on venue one. And there are two types of escalation. There is the socially acceptable escalation that I've spoken before in my videos and podcasts, which is things that you could do to a friend. is checking out their watch, checking out their jewelry, kind of touching the shoulder when you're explaining something to emphasize the point. <laughs> they probably can't do that with a friend, but fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> just come out of the closet <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just say it how it is <laughs> yeah put, put, put his hand on the dick <laughs> yeah, yeah. or dick or get your dick out get your dick out yeah, get him on your lap <laughs> so um, my physical spikes or my physical first physical escalation was will be checking out her tattoos I will ask whether she has tattoos because I have several and they've I've had girls who un- unbutton my shirt to check out my tattoos, yeah. and they always want the explanation. And I have, I, I usually don't give the long explanation anymore. But if they want, I do. So there is always a good story behind um, behind my tattoos. There are interesting stories and like things about things that I about my viewpoints in life. Yeah. So I'll talk about tattoos, and if she says she doesn't have any, or if she does, I say, oh, I know what's the next one, and I will do the heart. I'll take her arm, and on her bicep, I will, my finger, I will draw a heart. Say, so you should have a tattoo here. It's like a heart. And inside the heart, it says, Roberts. Yeah, I do this also. I think <laughs> a lot of guys do that. <laughs> <laughs> I just say on the arm, like here, with big letters and a heart. Yeah. At the end. And what happened is, uh, Virgin Mary, 
was getting a tattoo and she sent me a picture of her with a with a pen she had uh, draw drawn the the heart with Robertson on the, on her arm ah. <laughs> <laughs> it was very nice very lovely so that's a physical spike I will check out her earrings I will literally take the touch the ear touch the earring check it out uh, I will take uh, her hand check out the uh, rings ask for the meaning what what's the story behind this check the accessories uh, touch a shoulder when explaining something, put my hand on her leg when explaining something, and then take it away. Those are like the socially acceptable escalation moves. And uh, I think let's wrap up when you won. And do you have anything more you do on when you won? Not really. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes I also go for the kiss calls in when you won. If I feel that it's on, and it's not well, yeah, it's something. It's not like it's just one out of ten. It's more often, I think, three out of ten, maybe. Yeah, I don't. I kiss, if I kiss close, but then I just pull to my place. Yeah, yeah, but that's. But I think is that in cases where you use venue one as two venues? Because I sometimes do everything in one venue. No, just in the same sitting where we are. Sometimes it's only like. 40, 40, 50 minutes yeah. in, you already feel that she's like, yeah, she's shy, she wants it. Yeah, it happens, no it, it does happen, but that's true, that's true. Yeah. So, physical escalation. Let's talk a bit about physical escalation. So, I, I explain socially acceptable physical escalation. And the big move, the biggest, <laughs> the biggest change in physical escalation when it gets real is, let's say you're, you put your, hand on her leg not not if she's has skirt by the way it's better if she has jeans or if, if the leg isn't naked then it's like a bit too much i think yeah. so you put you put your hand on the leg and you're explaining something and you take it away and explaining something you take it away but if you put it without explanation you just put it there and leave it there that's the next level i don't know i never do that well whatever it's, it's, you can do the leg you can do the back you can do something ah, that I do. It, it's like a, i do shoulder i do leg i do back i do the cheesy you know, around the shoulder I thing see, what i do sometimes if the girl if she sits not with her back against the wall and i can put my arm just like this and she's sitting here and sometimes she's gonna lean her back against my arm yes so i know it's on <laughs> yes and then it's on then you know it's on and then yeah. Uh, I will and another next level thing. So one thing is to have the R your hand static, just on the leg, on the shoulder, on the back. The other thing is when you start moving it, like stroking the back, stroking the shoulder, stroking the leg. When you start moving it around, it's a completely different level of escalation, at least as I view it. And that's when you usually like cuddle up a bit, like she leans in onto you, and it really. Like, but yeah. I usually, if it happens, I try to pull as soon as possible. I had yeah. this last time the LA. She was the one in the second venue. She escalated on me because I was just sitting. She leaned against me. I touched her a little bit, but then she put her arm on my leg. Oh, she, she actually so went okay. in. She she went for a kiss close, and as soon as there was kiss close, I was like, okay, she I'll fucked go. you. Doesn't count. <laughs> You cannot write it in your list. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, so, okay, physical escalation. Let's talk about second venue and uh, the goal of the second venue. Well, first of all, what kind of venue? What do you use for, or or do you have any specific rules? Do you follow the typical rules of second venue, or you just don't give a fuck because you don't give a fuck about many things? Uh, no, I, I just something that is closer to my place, even if it's a shit venue, because most of them are around my place, it's shit yeah. venues. Yeah. And so I just go there. 
yeah, and I, I actually used uh, this shitty venue next to my place. And I, I said, when, when we were going, so when we're sitting in venue one, I said, oh, let's go to this, another, this other bar. And when we were going there, I said, this is like a fucked up great place. It's like a secret. Only locals know about it. And there are two types of people there. It's lo- strange locals eating pork chops. <laughs> or uh, <coughs> young skateboard kids drinking beers. And it smells like pork chops. <laughs> it's really fucked up. I used it as a venue for quite a while, and uh, it was it worked very good. And so I I I tell this shit so that she knows. It's it's as a it's as a funny thing that oh this is this great secret great secret yeah. place and you know, only locals know about it. So then that way she, I, I don't know because I don't like the venue sometimes. So. But I, since I re- when I realized I don't like it, I don't use it anymore. I just use different venues. Mm. So I. Um, so yeah, number one thing: how far is it from your place? That's the most important thing. I mean, you should be able to book home in a few minutes. Well, it's not that close. It's at least ten minutes by walk. Well, you live far away. Yeah. I live far away for as well for like for city center of Riga. Yeah. but I live a little bit further. Yeah, because get to get from Altimich to my place is ten minute walk. Uh, from Altimich to here is twenty minutes. Walking. Yeah, it's fucked up. So you need another venue. You probably I have use the another one. in the middle. Yeah, I know the orange. It's yeah. a cheesy Russian Russian bar. It's ten, and it's always empty. At least the barman, hey, a beer, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fucked up. It's very impressive, very unprofessional. If they if they acknowledge that, oh, the same two beers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very careful with with uh, with uh, with uh, bartenders okay. like that. It's, it's a girl. Uh, oh yeah, then it's different. So, well, still kind of different, but no. But anyway, so second venue. If we talk about like the qua- classical thing, you should choose. It shouldn't be as bright anymore. Uh, it should. It can be like a bit darker. It should have sofas so you can sit next to each other. Like I can tell about the venue I had in Prague, and it's the perfect second <laughs> venue. So, it was called Books and Cocktails or something like that. For Prague, that place was fucking expensive, incredibly expensive for Prague. Yeah. Because I went on this date, I did three venues. So in Riga, when you do two venues, you get two beers in each venue, one for you, one for the girl. So it's four beers total. You usually spend about 15 euro here. Yeah. In Prague, I did three venues. I, I had two beers in each venue, one for me and one for the girl. So the f- two of those venues were really posh and the third one the one that i'm telling you about now it was like crazy posh i mean you come they serve snacks for free there it's included yeah, like and, a king yeah yeah it's 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 incredible and for all three venues two of them really posh ones total i paid 14 euro <laughs> that's expensive <laughs> very so it's basically for free so the second venue was right next to my place it was a in Prague, a lot of places are in the basement, so it's a basement place, book, books and cocktails, and you walk on, it's kind of darkish, it's a cocktail bar, and you have booths, you don't have tables, you have booths where you sit, um, very, like nice music playing, like old schoolish. And I chose a booth that was separated from all of the rest, like really in the corner. No one mm-hmm. sees us. Fucking <laughs> incredibly nice. amazing snacks on the table. We get some beers. Strippers, yeah. <laughs> Strippers, Strippers on the table yeah. as Strippers. well. All for 14 euros. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Uh, and it was uh, so. 
you sit next to a girl that's the most important number one most important thing in a second when you, you have to sit next to the girl it's much harder to escalate physically if you do not i've had cases where i don't sit next to a girl but it's just much easier if you sit next to her mm-hmm. uh, so it's it's like a i don't know it's like a it's seductive the vibe there is fucking seductive it's the it's darkish yeah but the, my venue, my second venue is shit. But it's dark. It's dark, but usually we sit against the window so that nobody else can see it. So it's like, like at this table and everything is behind back to so we sit Yeah, like it's kind of shitty, but... Well, and it's loud your, music, like Russian style music. Yeah, but given music. your logistics is, I don't know, a better place. Oh, There I is Beans and that, that thing, but it's far away. It's far away. Well, you, but I've gone there in the last two, two dates, I went there. Um... You can actually probably find some menus, but you have to dig a bit uh, a bit deeper to find them. And so, yeah, logistics are really really important. Uh, well, once you learn really good game, I mean, it's less important, but it's still like I couldn't imagine how hard, it, like for for the the other guy that we both spoke about today, one of my old students uh, who was a virgin before day game. You had a lot of day, uh, dates with girls. He has had dates with. Ah. So he lives outside of city center. Yeah. It must be really hard to pull for him. It's it's fucking crazy. I, I hate it. Because I, I like fast plays and yeah. I, I hate going on more than one day. So, yeah. That, so, seductive when you sit next to the girl, darkish. Um, topics to talk about. Well, we will not talk about the boring shit. And we will still probably not talk too much about sex. The th- sex thing, well, she will bring up sex. A lot of times they do bring up sex if I don't bring it up. They, they will try to do it. Uh, what do you talk about in a second when you... I don't know. <laughs> Just continue the same topics, I think. Okay. I, well, a bit of comfort, some spikes, comfort spikes. Yeah, so if the idea of the first menu is to build comfort enough so that you can start so that you can, by the end of first venue, it's really meant to a woman conversation and you're like starting to touch each other and you're escalating yeah. verbally. So second venue for me is all about seating and pulling home. Mm-hmm. Everything I do in a second venue will be made to yeah. pull a girl home. Uh, it will be deeper comfort. It will be a lot of seating. I will talk about movies, Netflix shows, stand-up comedies. I'll find, find out her, what movies she likes. And then I'll tell her about my favorite movie and this amazing way I tell about uh, my favorite movie. If she, yeah, let's well, let's finish this and let's make the. Um, so other topics to talk about. So one movies because I can pull her home to watch a movie if she has seen all the movies. Stand up comedy because I have I have some shows that I've seen for twenty thirty times. <laughs> And I know when to escalate so that I have enough time, blah, blah, blah. I know where I'm in the show. And, uh, mm, what else? Sometimes, like in some really fucked up cases, I've used longboarding because I have a longboard. So I sometimes, oh, it's, now it's a bit advanced because then I use park as a second venue and it happens at the first venue. I pop in my place to grab a longboard. So no. So yeah, seating. Uh, movies, stand-up comedy. I sometimes... When nothing, like, I, I will talk about cooking, because even if I don't get away, cooking is a thing you can do on other, other dates, so I will see mm-hmm. the cooking. 
Uh, what else do you use for seeding? For seeding, I don't really much seed actually. <laughs> you just pull, yeah, yeah. Because I'm I'm very <coughs> I'm very technical in my in my day game. So usually it's just like um, we finish drinks and I just say let's go for one more drink at my place. And that's yeah, it. you can I you can do that and it fucking works. Sometimes it does. Sometimes like well to your place. So like yeah, but just for one drink. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but you know that the, the the at the end, well, you don't you don't you haven't really calculated your how how many like what's the ratio between the dates you do and the lays you have. I would be very interested to find that out. Uh, but it, it works for me. I'm a very technical guy, and I like yeah. to know that I've done all that's possible. <laughs> so seeding is something. I, so all the second venue, I will talk about anything that I can use for seeding to pull her home. Okay, let's make some tea. And the tea is ready, and we are continuing our lovely chat on date uh, on dates on uh, second venue. And as I told you before, uh, the most important part, in my opinion, on second venue is to seed the pool to get her ready to to, to go to your place. Well, to want for her to want well, blah blah blah. Well, for her to want sex, whatever. That yeah. Um, so what you shouldn't talk about is, uh, I, I really think that uh, you shouldn't talk too much about sex on the second when you, even if she wants to talk about it. Um, because my, what I've noticed is the further I escalate verbally, the shitty, the, the worse, the worse physical escalation goes. And if I escalate a lot verbally, sometimes there's like a lot of pressure. So you might some. I'm, I know that's not just for myself, but for other guys as well. If they talk about too much about sex, like there are cases when you just can't get it up because you have this like, oh, like I built this up so much, and uh-huh. like, oh my god. Uh, so I don't talk too much about sex, uh, even if she wants to talk about it. Um, it. My rule is, if I can start talking about sex. It's time to move to physical escalation. It's enough talk, let's start doing stuff, yeah? If she doesn't go for it, then she just wants to talk. She's just playing you and uh, fuck it. Uh, Make her work more, make her qualify more, challenge more, make her do the work, push her away more. Mm, You you probably weren't doing that enough. Okay. Um, A very nice... Escalation, verbal escalation tool on, on when you two is well, question game. Yeah, I was gonna say question game is fucking amazing. I will not say the five questions I use every fucking time because, yeah. <laughs> well, people will start using the same five questions. Yeah. But um, actually, one one time in a day, this girl was like, Wait, what kind of game is this? And there's like, one guy asked me something, but there was a diff- bit of a different game where you have to say the first thing that comes into your mind. For example, I say something, oh, yeah. and she has to like say the first thing that comes to her mind. This I was like, no, this is a different game. <laughs> this is a different game. Uh, this is definitely a different game. So, be, I've used question game a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot. And I used to play with no limits. I used to start on when you two, and then with a question like... So my final question was, don't do this, guys. My final qu- final question was, from 1 to 10, how, how wet are you right now? <laughs> I've heard responses like 6. I say, okay, not yet. <laughs> we play, we play. So from 1 to 10, how wet you are now? 8. 
I just pulled the pants off and fucked her. <laughs> ah, it was in your place. Yeah, yeah, that was ah, back in my place. I thought that you asked this in the second venue, how about you are? No, no, <laughs> I've had this when I was setting up my first ever threesome uh, with, with my ex and another girl. And uh, so I asked this girl who was with us how from 1 to 10, how wet are you? She says, well, why don't you ch- check it out? <laughs> Actually, this is good. I will use it now. <laughs> um, it's it's really bad, dude. <laughs> Why? So because uh, it's too it's it's over. No, if you play it back in here, it's fine. I guess it's fine. No, I would ask this question in my place. <laughs> it's over escalation verbally. It, I would ask use it when she's giving me last minute resistance. You know, it was this fucked up case where I had this date. I, I had to meet some traveling day gamer at five, and it's Sunday morning, and this girl and number closed a while back. I send her a ping with, with coffee beans in the morning, and she says, oh, I would really love to have some coffee right now, it's Sunday morning. I said, well, I could make you some. Yeah. We haven't had date or anything. Huh. She lives next to my, I grab Ooh. my cup coffee stuff, I go to her place. Ah, uh, yeah? Seriously, yeah, she says, oh, I live there, just the door code, just the apartment, come over. And so, so I'm over there, and she's like... Well, it was a tough case, and we've spoken so much, and like so much escalation, but like no fucking lay, I can't get the pants off. And we're playing question game, like the bad version, where you can go hardcore and ask, how wet are you from 1 to 10? Mm-hmm. Like, ah, uh, like this, like that, like that, I say, uh, tell, tell me when it's 8. <laughs> I just say, tell me when it's 8. And it's like, I went there in the morning, it's like half past 4, and I have to meet the guy, and I kind of but at that point, I'm like really pissed off about the affair. Yeah. And like I'm, I'm like we're making out, and she's like stops me one more time. Then she says I'm at like seven and a half right now. <laughs> I'm like okay, I gotta go. <laughs> just, you said it. Yeah, I fucking went away. Seven and a half means fuck me. <laughs> I just went away because fuck that shit. So and to to. Uh, the risk when you do this is you over escalate verbally and then the physical escalation doesn't go anywhere because well you just build so much tension that she will sometimes it, it, it sometimes it's bad to escalate verbally just but i think this is a good for example you're making out and you haven't made the move then you can ask yes like if you mix it's it different together. Th- there are definitely ways to use it and i've used this successfully several times now I play differently. I call it the five question game. Yeah. There are uh, rules. There are five questions. The questions have to be be interesting, and yeah. there are four rules. And I I tell her I'll tell you the rules. You can choose whether you play it or not. Mm-hmm. See, so first, um, you have to answer honestly. You cannot lie. Mm-hmm. Uh, rule number two. You uh, each question can have a sub question. For example, I ask you wine or beer, you say wine, I can ask red or white, which is the conversation we had at the bar. Uh, third is you cannot repeat a question. Yeah. Which means if I if you have asked me something, I cannot ask you the question back. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see how this is important? <laughs> I'll make a joke about this. And then I say and the final rule is you have to ask the first question. Uh-huh. And before they weren't fine with asking the first question and I said and now I came up with a line I said listen you don't get it oh you're setting the tone like whether this will be like a really fucked up or a nice game like you are setting like 
you're choosing the first how fuck the question how yeah. fuck up questions are we gonna ask so if she's not fine with that uh, I will tell oh you can drop one on the rule I don't care you can choose we keep three rules uh, but I'm fine with asking the first question I don't guess you lose no. the battle to win the war because usually I also ask the first question but uh, last day the girl was like so you're on ah so now it's gonna be some ad- questions about favorite positions right I was like I didn't even think about that yeah <laughs> and then like since you, at the last my last question was like since you started about it what is your favorite position because <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think about it's it. a very easy way to escalate if you're learning escalation I'm trying to play it less and less I still sometimes do but uh, yeah. I, I try to play it less and less because it's like a fake way to escalate it's it's yeah, fake I think it's interesting because it also makes her think yeah, she so has I to say, ask the question. I also yeah. say no boring stuff. Don't ask me about my favorite food. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't let the boring questions. I, I don't yeah. answer them. I just say think of something else. Yeah, so that's about verbal escalation, questions game. We spoke about physical escalation. By the end of second when you... Well, if we look at the classical date model, you should be at the... where you can easily touch each other and like... I don't know, she's leaning back into your arm. If we're looking at a classical, something that guys should try to do. Yeah, but I also try to avoid this, like, cuddling in the venue because it's too boyfriendly, I think. So I don't... I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. I usually just a little bit. If she's the one that's coming closer to me, then it's okay. Yeah, I don't do this, like... I I think I agree with you about this being too boyfriendly if she's, like, totally cuddling up to you. That's a bit too much. But if you're free with touching each other and you, like, stroking her leg or whatever, I think that's fine. Yeah. When you're learning game, I do think you should have a kiss clause. Yeah, you should go for it. When you are learning game. And you shouldn't have it at the end of second venue you should have it pretty soon i think like middle of the second venue maximum one hour in that's maximum because you still have to kiss her a few more times light kiss i'm not talking about <laughs> makeouts frank <laughs> no no frank that's 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 a really cool thing frank fingered the girl in krakow in a bar on their yeah, table never. that's fucking awesome i mean that's really it's it's not gonna lead to a lay yeah. But it's fucking awesome uh, when you're learning. It's really, really cool. So, yeah, no makeouts, just a few kisses. Uh, and an important thing about physical and verbal escalation, that's something I've come up with recently and I've started to think about it recently. Before pulling home, I tone it down a little. I make it a bit less sexual before I'm pulling home. So that it's not such a sexual vibe. And the plausible deniability might work a little bit better. Yeah. It's, again, my, my nerdy, <laughs> structured way of thinking. Mm-hmm. Okay, and another thing that changes in a second venue, I want to talk a bit about vibe. We speak slower. We yeah. speak with a deeper, lower voice. We leave more pauses before, yeah. between... Every word we yeah. say, and sometimes we just have some silences for a while, for 30 seconds. I used to really count 30 seconds. So <laughs> I, I, when I was learning, I did it. That's funny. Uh, uh, 
about counting seconds, there was this funny date where the girl just wouldn't stop talking. So I counted how how long would she talk, and she she spoke like five six minutes nonstop. <laughs> I didn't respond in single single word nothing. And of course, also eye contact. There should be more eye contact. Yeah. Uh, so vibe is a very seductive. It's a very selective wife. So, uh, how do you know whether you should escalate further? Is there anything you use to know, or whether you should pull, whether you should, whether you, it's okay to go for a kiss, or? Um, there are things like, for me, mostly it's eye contact, and uh, usually it's eye contact. If she holds eyes, if she looks at my lips, sometimes oh, I yeah. would just, sometimes I would just say, "Why are you looking at my lips all the time?" Yeah, why? why I'm not on the menu. <laughs> Wait, seriously, you do that? Yeah. Because it's like breaking the fourth wall. I know, wall, but because if, if, interesting. if she's sitting across from me and she's like, I'm sitting, like if she keeps herself physically away from me, but she's looking at my, like I've had girls the last instant that she would just look at me like this all the time, like I'm some food on the on the table. Yeah. But then she wouldn't let me like really escalate. When I would try some physical touches, she wouldn't. So then I would just call out, why are you looking at my lips all the time? I just like, but maybe I'm looking at your nose or the neck. It's like, I know you're looking at my lips. Yeah, I think that's that's fine because that's kind of that's a push. If you say I'm not yeah. in the menu, that's a push. Yeah, I, I like it. Uh, but it was because she was keeping my, herself physically away. So for the kiss clothes, I knew that they probably wouldn't work then. Yeah. So I just well, and I was bored also. Yeah, they're <laughs> kind of on, but not letting you touch them. I, usually, you can get a layout of that. At least in my experience, if they are on, but not letting you touch them. You can just but she play. Had a boyfriend. Yeah, well, so she she's can. also very. And she told me she was very boring. No drinking, no smoking. Oh fuck those! Vegan, I think. Fuck those! <laughs> fuck those! All the no, no smoking, no drinking, <laughs> yeah. vegan bullshit. I hate it so much. But oh she was like open minded. She was very like, oh, you've traveled so much. Tell me because she. Yeah, was, but it's, it was you were an interesting guy to talk to. I was she know. fine with verbal escalation? Verbal, more or less. But nothing physical. It's not like I tried a lot because at the end <clears throat> I did try to pull her, but she's like, I think that's like inappropriate. Yeah, so yeah, fuck like, that. Okay, that. But she was, but you know, I hope you're not mad. I really enjoy no, fuck it. Just uh, delete the number and <laughs> the usual drill. I, knew, I didn't even ask number. Oh, that's nice. That was an incident. That's nice. But I had her number from like half a year ago, her number close from the street. <laughs> oh, no, well, that's a date then. No, but I just opened her again on the street, oh, and at first we know. didn't realize that we know each other already. Oh, yeah, that's different. So, you know, the, the way I look at this, how do I know whether I should escalate further? I've spoken about this in previous videos. I take uh, small escalation steps, and I will look at how she reacts. She will respond either positively or negatively. Let's say I put an arm on the, on the leg, she doesn't react to it, that's very good. I, and then I can, like it's on, so I, I back off a little, I look around, talk to the bartender, whatever, use my phone. And the next time I'm I'm doing something, like I, next time I'm on, I will go one step further. I'll put the hand on the back, I'll stroke the leg, whatever. So I look at how she reacts. If the reaction was positive, I go further. If I put the arm on the leg and she really looks at it, doesn't say anything. <laughs> Just... 
But they sometimes do. They sometimes do that shit. Uh, I don't necessarily take it as a negative. I take it as a neutral. Like, and I will repeat the same move later. Mm-hmm. So I think that's like a test. Like she's trying how, to be yeah, serious. How you will react? How yeah. you will react to her view? Yeah. Did you wheel? Last girl who did this to me was like this Ukrainian princess. Yeah. I uh, still haven't even date requested for the third date. Although, whenever I send a photo of she sends one back. But I'm just... It's easier to bang on a new one than to yeah. go on a third date, like, honestly. But no, I will do it because we had some plans. and We will see. So, yeah, and if she, she reacts positively, I back off. Then the next time I'm on, I go further. If she reacts negatively, I back off. The next time I'm on, I go to the same move. Or something else of the same level. Like instead of touching the leg, I'll touch the back or whatever. Uh, if she keeps reacting negative, then um, I don't think it's a topic for today. Just look at the videos that I've put up. Again, last minute resistance. What to do if a girl doesn't let you kiss, touch, blah, blah, blah her. When to go for the kiss when she's looking at your lips. Uh, that's at least a, that's a dead giveaway. Yeah. If I can stroke the back, if I can, if I can touch the back of her neck, yeah. I'm going for the kiss. That's the dead giveaway. You, awesome. you you touch the back of her neck, she's fine with that. Go for the kiss. Also, if she's close, like yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. in general, guys always go for the kiss. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Just go for the kiss. I no. also, yeah. Sometimes when I know it's not going to work out, I still have to go for it, just because I have to make her know. Well, advanced shit is I do not go for the kiss of date menu. I do not kiss them for a very long time. I build so much sexual tension. We both know what's going on. We both know what's happening there. We're back at mine and I'm still not kissing her. And I've had those lays and quite a few of them. Where as soon as I go for the kiss, like two minutes later, we're fucking. Yeah, for me. Because like, the kiss is a fuck. It's like, how? Unleash the beast, or what was it? Yeah. yeah. It's unleashing the beast. Okay, how do you know when to pull her home? Or do you you have don't a, just pull. You pull. So, how I, I, how I do this as a technical ner- nerdy nerdy guy, I will tell about the movie, and she'll say, oh, what's, what, what, that sounds so great. I would like to one day see it. <laughs> And if she says, I'd like to one day see it, or say, oh, it's still early, uh, let's go back to mine and watch, but uh, I have to wake up early, so let's yeah. not stay too long or shit like that. I sometimes skip it. I, I almost never actually use it, but it's a good light <laughs> to use. Uh, um, so, yeah, whenever she says, oh, I'd like to see that one day, just fucking pull. <laughs> Another thing I've been using that I do not suggest guys use, I do not even tell where we're going. <laughs> Uh, after a second venue we're just going and we're going and I'm opening the gate to my building and we're just going it's like where are we going to mine oh I'll say chill one step at a time theory remember (laughs) that let's go that's why the theory is so good it helps with pulls so so much guys look up the YouTube video one step at a time theory it's 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 incredible it's the best shit I've I've, I've, it's the best shit I've come up with the best story um Okay, what else? Pulling home. Na, 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 na. When should you not pull home? Are there mm. cases where you just don't pull? I think when when you have a um, time restriction from her. Like at, uh, after 30 minutes I have this and I, I have to go there. 
then I just don't probably I wouldn't even try to go for the kiss if she in the beginning of the day she says I have this much time and it's not that much it's maybe hour two hours yeah I would just I wouldn't try to go for a pool for sure maybe a kiss close if she's really into it yeah like uh, on time limits I view them very simple I will test the time limit I'll do the date as if there was no time limit mm-hmm. well yeah you I do a really because my dates are amazing and like this super awesome dude and they do this amazing date and sometimes they kind of postpone the plans yeah. a lot of cases they postpone the plans and cancel the plans and, and uh, this this porn model yeah. her friend female friend was waiting in old tone for her for like one and a half hours <laughs> until I finished the date and pulled her home so yeah yeah you have to see also with plans with friends to go party it's not that urgent like exactly. the friends can party alone or exactly by them by themselves in this case just one girl <laughs> you could just say she'll find another guy don't worry but if she like keeps bringing it up then it's probably real and there is yeah. no point pulling home so yeah that's one thing another is if she isn't really fine with escalating verbally and like there's no way you could even escalate physically on the first date and there are cases like that sometimes i don't even try to pull fuck yeah. that shit i'm i because <laughs> i don't want to it will be very hard to get away especially if she's over 24 mm-hmm. um it will be very hard to get away it's too it will be even if you do get it it's a lot of work and i think there is a higher chance of you getting delayed if you do it on another date and especially with the really good girls, it's I've, I've had several ways like that where she was just a really good girl, and I, I know that it will be hard to crack the code <laughs> on the first date and uh, fuck it. Yeah, just don't even try. I had this girl where we went on on a date, and she was going out of town as well, and I said, "Oh fuck it, I'll just do one venue, no escalation, yeah. some physical, some some verbal spikes. That's it." <laughs> then on the second venue I just invited her over for some cooking <laughs> on the second date yeah. not a good move in my opinion <laughs> given wow. that there was like barely any verbal escalation on the first one yeah. but I just invited her over for some cooking she stayed over didn't even let me kiss her <laughs> walked up to me in the morning and we kissed uh, second time she stayed over uh, I think we had sex in the morning because she wasn't really up for it in the evening uh, either. So she had like she had the thing where she had to make a decision. You couldn't push it, and I kind of like, I kind of felt it and didn't push it. So yeah, uh, don't pull home if the time like always pull home. Fuck it, always pull home. Also, try it anyways. Always try to always try to pull home. Um, yeah, what to do if if the pool doesn't succeed so what to do if you need another date and uh, it, it, this part will be short guys second date what do we do on second dates what do you do on second dates I would go for one drink maybe yeah one drink and then back to my place yeah one when you back to your place uh, yeah. what I usually do is if it's summer I'll do drink I'll do a bottle of wine in park with yeah. my sports bottle hack I'll take an aluminium sports bottle I take a bottle of wine pour it into a sports bottle go sit in a park drink um, and it turns out some girls don't like drinking wine from an aluminium bottle in the park, but that's their problem, I don't care. Uh, I will do, yeah, like a little, something a little interesting, like going to a park with wine, going for ice cream in the park, some boring shit like that. If I want to go and chill out at some nice place outside, not a bar, but there is a place I like to chill out in, in Riga, 
I might go there and say, hey, I'm going there, like, let's go there, check it out, it's fucking nice, just chill out, have some beers. Mm-hmm. There's a place uh, by, by the river that I really like, sometimes we go there for fun, sometimes with girls, sometimes alone, sometimes yeah. with regulars. Uh, so yeah, either one drink and pull home, or something interesting outside, pull home, or if the first date was then wasn't very sexual, I think the important part is the first date wasn't very sexual, you can set the second date right at your place. If it was very sexual, then she's no, she, there is no plausible deniability. And plausible deniability is an important thing. Yeah. On a second date. On the third date... She can come over. And if she doesn't... <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye, yeah. Uh, I do not do third dates outside of my place. Just because, well, I do not do more than three dates. I'm, uh, my goal is to sleep with her on the third date. If we don't, Basically, if we don't sleep with each other, I'm not seeing her again. I do not care. There are very, very rare cases where I would see a girl again after a third date. But I yeah. can't really remember one when I did, apart from one virgin who I slept with one and a half years ago. <laughs> so... Uh, third date only at my place nothing else and I've actually experimented with getting pretty direct after a second date yeah. um, was I, I put up this picture on Instagram we went on this we were in this party and I tied up this girl just to show everyone how bondage works yeah. oh, and I had this picture on Instagram where I tied up the girl so when the girl I went on two dates with, but she didn't sleep with me, she sends a text, so oh, that looks very nice. And I just said, well, whenever you come over next time, I'll tie you up. Yeah. And shit like that. I was really direct. And did she come over? Yeah, yeah, I banged her. <laughs> and also another thing I used for a third date, there was this one girl, very nice, last summer she was crossing the street, you know, with, a, with her bike and in a very, very lovely, flowery dress. Very, very beautiful girl. Very nice. Like a tall, blonde, really nice. So we do date one. We do date two. She stays over date one, doesn't even let me kiss her. Uh, date two, nothing really happens. Uh, and she's coming over. Like, I'm inviting her over for date three for some drinks at my place. And she says, yeah, but uh, doesn't mean we will have sex. Uh-huh. And I said, uh, listen, uh, if I said uh, we will 100% have sex, it would be strange. So you saying we will 100% not have sex is just a strange. So uh, I think it's kind of awkward. So let's just agree that I'm not saying we will have sex. You're not saying we will not. Let's leave it open see how we feel, see how it mm-hmm. goes. I've used it several times. I think I've gotten laid all times I used it. Because yeah. when they come over after that line, after you drop that bomb, they know what's going to happen. And they have plausible deniability that doesn't mean shit, but in their head they're already having sex. So I used it a few times. It worked very good for... But I don't... Yeah. Third date, my place, sex. That's yeah. it. I remember I had once also when before the third date she was going to come over and she, in the last moment she said, but by the way, we're not having any sex. And I just ignored it. I said, just pick a movie. <laughs> That's it. It was a long time ago. Uh, did you have sex? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I think I remember. She was really young, right? Huh? Really young, right? Yeah, like... <laughs> I'm not going to joke. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, and another, another small thing I want to add. Like we have just some really tiny bits that I want to add. So on my way, when I'm taking girls home, I preempt objections. I might say, and I use this a lot lately, (laughs) 
I, I feel bad for using it because I used I used some lines for the same delay and same day delay that happened on the same day and like and uh-huh. both of them were like oh this is so crazy I just yeah. met you and you're having such a strange connection <laughs> and when I use them it's honest I don't lie about that yeah. but when you have great connection with two girls you met on the same day and you sleep with both of them kind of kind of feels strange so I will do things like oh this is so strange by the way I barely know you. And you could be a fucking yeah. killer, you could kill me. Oh, by the way, my place is a fucking mess. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, by the way, I have to wake up early, so let's not stay too long. By the way, one step at a time. One step to, one step at a time. So you remember about that, so I use that. I usually just talk some bullshit, and it, sometimes when there's nothing, I just use strawberry field as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't use, yeah, I don't use strawberry field, but uh, I've used it before. But they love it. They're like, wow, this is so interesting. Yeah, like, yeah. And it's actually true. <laughs> actually, uh, what you just said, that was the next point I was going to talk about. I tell a very I tell I tell a very long story when I pull girls home. Yeah. And it's a very interesting, engaging story that ends when we are already inside at my place. <laughs> I time the story so that it would end when we are inside. So that when we're walking uh in the building, she just has to think about the story. Yeah. <laughs> and it finishes inside. And she's like, Well, we're going back to mine. Oh, we're going to mine for a drink one step at a time. And I and I come back to the story. Anyways, da, 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 da. it's like yeah, comes in. Okay, um, we have some questions. We have three questions, and uh, I haven't uh, honestly. I just copy pasted them. I haven't even read them. So let's read them and and uh, try to answer them. I have a question for your podcast. When you meet a girl before a date, it is always awkward at first. She is nervous and it makes a comfortable vibe. From there, I usually build some comfort and rapport for the first ten to fifteen minutes. But then, it's wow, it's weird and hard to start escalating. What are the best ways to break ice and make her feel comfortable with escalation? We spoke about this. Don't make her feel comfortable. Yeah, just talk about it. talk about it. Talk about all the Talk about the topics that we just gave you. Start with the simpler ones, the non-sexual ones. Then slowly, slowly start. It's just uncomfortable for the guy who's asking, probably. You you know what could be the thing? Uh, that maybe he does the same thing that you did. Like, uh, zero escalation and then heavy bombs. <laughs> maybe. And, uh, yeah, escalate slowly. Like, take it one step at a time. Yeah. Like So, yeah. Okay. Another question. My question, mate. How to deal with dates who insist on derailing your plans? This is a very good question. Uh, might happen with Russians. Uh, they say, "Oh, what have you seen?" Because you've seen some shit as well as uh, let's I go have. there. Yeah, I don't. I want this. I don't want that. Uh, why we have to go to another place? Why we have to go to your place? We can sit outside. We can drink here. Why we have to go? What like? Yeah, something like that. Um, so first, if it's about the date point, uh, <coughs> I'll just say it's close to a bar where we're going to. I don't really care about where we meet, but if she's really frame controlling about the place where we meet, that's well, strange. Yeah, well, why would she? Like, yeah. So she's already uh, signaling that she's strange. Yeah. And the the way I view those frame bottles is, I don't really. I'm fine with frame bottles. In a healthy, like up to a certain healthy level, yeah. if all she does is bottles for frame. Something is wrong with her. Mm-hmm. Something has happened. I don't even want to deal with her. Yeah. I don't want to spend my time with her. And I will probably even... Can- I could cancel the date. Yeah. If it's too much, I would I would cancel the date. Also, be careful 
Obviously, if you are not in your hometown, never go to a bar that the girl suggests yeah. unless you're dumb as fuck and want to <laughs> be scammed. That almost happened to Frank in Riga. I felt that something was off, <coughs> so I told him because she was with a friend and he asked me to wing and I told listen, go to that venue, have one drink. Uh, no, choose a venue. I'll only go to your venue. Have one drink, I'll join you later because I was just I, I don't. I had to get ready. I don't recall what was the thing. What I was busy with, um, and uh, another, the same thing happened to another guy in Riga. Uh, girl said, "Oh, I'm gonna be with a friend. Hmm. Let's meet there." And as soon as he arrived, he understood their scam girl because of the venues. I told him, showed him all the scam venues. He just told them to fuck off and yeah. went off. So. Never go to a venue with a girl. Uh, if they keep insisting, they might be scam girls, there might be something wrong with them. How I do this is when I meet a girl for a date and we go to a venue and I, she did, she doesn't know what the venue is. Yeah. And she asks, where are we going? I'm going to say, we're going. I say something like Disneyland. <laughs> like yeah, that's fine as well. And I might say a thing like, uh, yeah, we're just going. Like, we're... I uh, say, you'll see. Yeah. And I might say, oh, sometimes they're really like, I've had, like, when they're really young and inexperienced, they like, you're just a random guy from the street, so it's kind of sketchy. So then, if I feel that's the vibe, then I will tell the venue where we're going to. But I might say a thing like, listen, I'm the king, you're the queen, I lead, you follow. I set the frame with this very early on, if if I have to. That's actually a very good... Very good beginning for a date to yeah. set this frame. If she uh, gives you the shit test, then later and she's on, not be... fine with it. I, I have never had a case where she's not fine yeah. with it. I just, if I had, I would probably just cancel and go away. I would probably stop her, and I would just look in her eyes and I would say, "Do you wanna? Do you wanna be the man?" <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a very good thing as well. It's like you can tell a story about women in Eastern and Western countries, how it's different and how yeah. they like the Eastern and, and, and she can make it. Like, but um, so uh, it's about venues. I think it's about frame. If she wants to suggest something else, maybe she wants the activity, not the you. Maybe she sees that you could pay for the thing. She sees that you're the guy who could take her somewhere, do something interesting with her. Yeah. So it's about, I think... It isn't about your date skills, it's about your day game skills, and probably she feels that you are chasing her, and it's not a balanced thing, or she's not chasing you, which should be the case, she should be the one, like, it should be either balanced, or she should be chasing you a bit more, at least you should be the non-needy one. Um, So yeah, set the frame. Okay. Next question. So for the date podcast, if you have more verbal and physical escalations routines, like why are you single or the hurt tattoo, also challenges these spikes qualification questions. Um, I think we spoke about them a lot. I do like if you have the basic standard copy paste ones, you can easily get laid with them. And when you get laid, you can start coming up with your own shit. Um, I don't think you need any more... Because day game isn't about teaching you lines. Day game is cha- day game changes the way you are as a person. Not as a man, not on days. It changes you as a person. Yes, in the beginning you learn lines and, and all this bullshit. But end result is you completely changing your your personality. 
Okay, the next one. My question would be, how can you ensure you'll get more second dates? I have a huge issue with girls disappearing after first dates, most of them. So, Bryce, hi, dude. Uh, first of all, well, we spoke with Batman a little bit about it, and we kind of, well, it's New York, I haven't been there, I don't know how the city works, I don't know how the dating there works, so I can only talk about general idea of how to get more second dates, even if you don't get laid on the first one, well, Number one, you get laid on first dates. Yeah. I think that's that's the first thing. <laughs> Just think to yourself that you have only one date and you'll never see her again. Either you'll fuck her now or never. Yeah, and I know that you are following some material that suggests very aggressive escalation and going for same-day lays, Bryce. And uh, I think it's a good idea to do so if you are already able to get laid. If you are not able to get laid on date one, don't expect get laid on same-day lays that, that easily. It's good to aim high, but uh, if it's good if you're getting late regularly. But if you can't pull on date one, it will be harder to pull on same delays. Apart from cases where you get yes girls, so focus on getting late on date one. But well, it's a legit question. So what do you do to get more second dates? I don't even know. <laughs> But because it's hard to say what, like, he must be doing something wrong then, but we don't yeah, know what. There must be something wrong there. And I, I don't think, even if he's, because he said in the group chat that uh, his wings have the same problem. Well, maybe the wings well, maybe are... be because that's why they are friends. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, the <laughs> wings the same are, maybe the wings are making the same mistakes as well. And I don't mean it in a bad way, like I'm not being a dick, but maybe uh, find someone who is getting laid on first yeah. date. We have another guy in uh, in the group chat. I think he's... Send me a PM. I'll tell you who the guy is from New York who is getting laid in New York, and I'll, I'll, I'll introduce you both. Uh, how to get more second dates in general, not in New York. Uh, after the date... Finishes the first date. I am. I go silent for forty-eight hours. Yeah, maybe a bit less. Like at least one full day. Yeah, one and a half. I do like one. I do the second that, morning. That same, and the, the rest next day, and then yeah, two days yeah. Later. Uh, so I send a message. I ping a little bit back and forth. If she responds well, I set up the second date. That's it. It's still pinging. Nothing has changed. If you over... So, this is the thing about escalating heavily on the first venue. If you over-escalate on the same way, on the first venue, or, or second date. venue, first date, if you over-escalate on the first date, before getting her to your place, uh, it's too much, she might yeah. not come out, and it might be... It's, it's past point of no return. So, don't escalate that much physically before you get her to... At least, don't go further than a kiss at the bar, only at your place. Uh, and the last questions, question, questions. Uh, this one I really haven't read. It's a copy-paste from email. Let's read this and wrap this up. Oh, hi, I have some dating issues. I've had the same problem a lot of late. I'll bring a girl back to my place on the first date without setting enough of sexual frame. This means I have to ramp up the vibe all of a sudden and I can sense she isn't ready for it. I'll either over-escalate physically and scare them off or I'll take it too slow and nothing happens. From there, it's not proving difficult to get them out on a second date. The girls are all met from day game in the city or at university and are often quite young, 18 to 25, very nice. They seem a bit naive 
uh, about the implications of coming back to my place. The dates often happen in the afternoon close to my house for a coffee. Oh, mm. Then, yeah, I see the problem. <laughs> so my question is, how do you set a more <clears throat> sexual frame on coffee dates so she knows what to expect when we get back to mine? Also, should I scrap the current dating plan and just focus on evening dates with alcohol? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and question answer done. <laughs> Obviously, this is not just a dating problem as the vibe is set from the initial, initial stop. I'll admit to having too much of a friendly day game style. Would love to hear your thoughts. So, dude, thanks for the question. This is a very good question. Uh, they are young. You you maybe know them from university, as as you said. And they, it's a coffee date in the afternoon, so it's a friendly date. You should only do dates in the evening, regardless of whether it's with alcohol or not. If you do drink alcohol, then yes, it's an alcohol date. If you don't, well, I've done enough dates without drinking. So. Evening dates where she because even if she's going from a coffee date back to your place, you're just friendly. You're just friends. But I mean, it's in the vibe. It's in Sometimes the vibe. She it's, feel it. it's it's a friendly vibe. Yeah. So set, uh, and you can't change the vibe right now. But what you can because in day game you cannot learn he's vibe. Probably not escalating enough then. Of course, like yes. Physically or verbally, yes. you can drink coffee and still escalate. Because we could do date at two p.m. and yeah, and, like uh, Sunday it's, Yeah, it would be a sexual frame. But you cannot learn that instantly. And you, you, however you game, very important thing, vibe. Mm-hmm. But you cannot learn vibe. Yeah. Vibe is something you get when you do good sets. Yeah. What you can do is you can learn the technical stuff. So from the technical perspective, I think follow whatever we said in this podcast. Do the lights later. Uh, do two venues. If you do drink alcohol, drink alcohol. If not, well, whatever, it's up to you. Yeah. And uh, focus on... It, it's just as I said in the beginning of the f- podcast. Focus on um, stuff that works. Don't try out new things. And, and, and that's it. So, what else would you like to add? Or any final wishes to guys? or Or, I don't know. Any secret day game dating move that you want to tell? Or? Mm, the secret would be the more the more dates you go on, the better you'll get. Yes, that's like. Yes. And then maybe I think that's why I don't know all the technical stuff because I just go on them, I yeah. do shit, and then you just feel what what, what might be correcting. Yeah. It's good to know the theory also because then you might fix your mistakes. That's that's my that, that's why I love coaching because I'm a very technical guy. I, I I can listen and I can look at a set and I can say, well, this is the problem. This is what you did wrong. These are like all the <coughs> things you did wrong. Focus on one this thing in the next set or on a date. I can just send a message. Ask her this sentence. Touch her here now. Do that. And for me, it's very easy because of the technical thinking that I have. Um, well. For those of you who have listened for us rambling for two hours, 26 minutes, this is the longest <laughs> podcast I've done. But I think this is, uh, this has, I, I really believe this has been one of the most valuable podcasts maybe from, from the continent. And that's the idea that I'm going towards. I will do less podcasts, but they will be more, they will be at the same time be more valuable at least that's what I'm aiming for, and more blah 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 hee hee ha things. Yeah, I don't want to keep the podcast too serious. Um, if you listen this far, then you do understand that uh, you have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> no, we all have our problems. No, if I'm meaning problem, and you are fanatic about day game. 
Oh yes, yes. We are. We are. We all have problems. <laughs> we we go. We are just a community. Or, or basically, have I told this to Carl, the uh, one one day traveling day gamer yeah. that I know? Uh, I told this. I told that we are just a bunch of degenerates <laughs> who travel and and, and uh, day game. Uh, so, uh, uh, as you know, I. I was in Prague and I find the Prague to be the most amazing city for, for day game coaching. And I will be back in Prague in early September, 2019, whenever you're listening to this, 10, 10 years in the future, 2019, I'll be back in early September for, uh, in Prague. I will take three, I, I, I have a coaching student there for the first days of uh, September. And I have, uh, if you are there or if you want to get some day game coaching, uh, I am available for one or two more guys. I have a few guys who are like still thinking and like haven't really confirmed the dates yet. And while they're thinking slowly, well, it's still available. First come, first serve, uh, just as with dates. Huh. <laughs> uh, so if you if you want to do some day game info coaching, send me a message and I will send you more information of how it happens, what we usually do, how much it costs, etc. Although some that you can find on the website. If you are already good at, or if you are already getting dates but aren't getting late from dates, uh, we can also do, instead of infield day game coaching, we can do uh, dating coaching, which means you will go there earlier, set up your dates, and I will go and listen and look at your dates uh, live, like I'll sit in the same venues and, and look at what you're doing, listen to what you're doing, and we will work on your dating skills. So if uh, for those of you who want to do that, hit me up uh, as as soon as possible. So that's about September. I'm in uh, Riga for most of August. Probably I might go somewhere because I have some guys who want, who want me to go abroad for some coaching. But uh, I would prefer to stay in Riga and not travel too much in August. So if you're if you're here and want to get gets uh, learn more day game, hit me up. All October. I'll be spending in Serbia. I have a great day gamer, aspiring great day gamer, a guy who did his first ever day game set on day one of coaching. On day two of coaching, he got his first ever same delay. But he wants to work more on his game. Oh. Uh, he wants to work more on his game. So, oh, we got someone visiting. Uh, he wants to work more on his game, so I'm coaching him in Serbia. If you want to do something in Serbia, hit me up. But I suggest that you you do coaching in Serbia if you already have some experience. If not, then then let's better do it somewhere else. And I have no idea where I'm going after that. So if you have any questions, ask them either in our group chat or in YouTube comments if you're watching this on YouTube. This was St. Robert and Batman. Thanks for listening and no, bye. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs>